0: Well, it's just a great facility at Norwayne High School located behind the football field and behind the high school, the newly built high school from a few years ago. They built this facility, just gorgeous. It's got a grass infield, and down the lines you've got 320 out to dead center field, 355, so a good place to hold tournament play here this afternoon in the district our broadcast schedule well we'll be bringing you tomorrow afternoon's game at five o'clock should the bears win here today as far as softball action is concerned we'll be back over here at norwayne on wednesday when Waynedale will face off with manchester in one of the district semis that will begin at five o'clock and how did the lady bears get there they defeated triway on thursday two to nothing they won their second straight sectional title by beating Triway by that score. Megan Amstutz gave up two hits in pitching the Bears to the victory. Kendall Lloyd had the game-winning hit in the sixth inning by driving home Caitlin Hirschberger, who had led off the inning with Waynedale's first hit of the game. This will be the second straight year that Waynedale and Manchester will face off in the district semifinals. Waynedale came away with two runs in the bottom of the seventh inning last year when Destiny Underwood got hit by a pitch. And the Bears won that game last year 2-1. to one. In softball action today, just one regular season game on tap. Orville will be playing at Madison. In softball action coming up on Wednesday in the D3 Norway district, as we already said, it will be Dale taking on Manchester. And in the other semifinal game, Northwestern will play Tusla. That will be at 2 o'clock. In softball action on Thursday in the Division 4 Copley District Semifinals, Hillsdale will be playing Willoughby Cornerstone Christian at 4 and Dalton takes on Mogador around 5.30. In baseball action today after this game will be the Ritman Manchester contest. That should be a good one. And coming up in the D2 East District Semifinals, West Holmes will be playing New Philly at 5 and top ranked Highland plays Martins Ferry also at a different location. That game will be at five o'clock. Also, in baseball action on Tuesday, uh, the district finals, as we said, will be held here at five o'clock, and the Division Four Medina District semifinal will get underway tomorrow. Dalton will play Lake Center Christian at two, while Hillsdale takes on Cuyahoga Heights at five. And then there is a plethora of action coming up on. Wednesday, Worcester will be playing Uniontown Lake in the Division 1 Canton District Semifinal. The West Holmes New Philly winner plays the Maysville St. Clairsville winner in the D2 East District Final. The Highland Martins Ferry winner plays the Cashocton Garraway winner in the D3 East District Final. The Dalton Lake Center Christian winner plays the Hillsdale Cuyahoga Heights winner in the D4 Medina District Final. And then there are two. Games on the regular season that will be Ripman at Northwestern and Triway will play at CVCA. We will preview this afternoon's ball game between Chippewa and Waynedale in the district semifinals as the coaches and the umpires meet at home plate. We'll do that when we return right after this timeout.
1: They are role models and educators. Their work requires a great deal of time and energy for very little pay. Who are these unsung heroes?
2: Thanks, Coach.
3: Thanks, Coach.
1: The simple truth about education-based athletics in Ohio is this. Without a committed team of coaches and administrators, it just wouldn't be possible. School sports, they bring out the best in all of us. This message presented by the Ohio High School Athletic Association and the Ohio Interscholastic Athletic Administrators Association.
0: This Wayndale Golden Bears broadcast is made possible by Yoder Builders in Oroville, the Apple Creek Drive-Thru on Main Street in Apple Creek, Dutch Quality Stone in Mount Eaton. The Fire and Ice Pub, just west of Fredericksburg on County Road 192. The Spidel Funeral Home, with two locations in Mount Eaton and in Brewster, and the Apple Creek Bank. Please let these sponsors know you heard their name on Wayndale High School broadcasts on UltimateSportsTalk.com. Chippewa comes in, winners of 19 games this year. Last year, they of course were under head coach Matt Hathaway, Ben Himes, in his first year as head coach. and He has had a tough job with this team. It was not an easy assignment for him to take over this ball club, although he has seemed to calm the controversy surrounding the team from a year ago. Not only did he have the team to defend their conference title, but they also had to live through the fight from last year, the spiking incidents, the scheduling of games to get around suspensions, and none of that seemed to bother them. And you can attribute that to... One more year of maturity and the coaching of Hines this year for the Chips. They were 12 and 2 in the Wayne County Athletic League in his first year and winners of their second straight conference title. For Wayndale, they were 20 and 4 entering this one, 12 and 2 in the Wayne County Athletic League. Justin McDowell in his second year with a record of 33 and 18 in his career. Last year, the Bears with virtually the same team finished. 13 and 14 and in third place in the conference. The Bears really turned things around after their loss to Chippewa on April 18th, 7 to 6. They have not lost since. Winners of 15 in a row. Chippewa hasn't lost since the 19th of April either. Both teams are 12 and 2 and about as even as you can be and really for all intents and purposes, not only can you say that this game is for the opportunity to play in the district championship game tomorrow afternoon at 5 against the winner of the Rittman-Manchester game, but you can also say that it will be for the bragging rights of the Wayne County Athletic League since both of these teams split their two games this year and finished tied at 12-2. and overall. The starting pitchers for this afternoon for Chippewa, it will be Greg Zarodnik. Zarodnik, the left-hander, 6 and 1 on the season. A 1.75 ERA on the year. He has been outstanding and over the last 2 years against the Bears, he is 3 and 0. Oh. As far as for the Bears, it will be Marcus Schleybaugh, 7 and 0 on the year with a 0. 0.60 ERA on the season. Schlebaugh has given up just in 47 innings pitched, 34 hits. He has given up only four earned runs, seven of them total. He has struck out 64 and walked eight. And now while we have this time, let us pause for our national anthem. We live
2: in a great country with freedoms like no other. In order to honor those who have served and are serving to preserve those freedoms, The Wayne Dale and Chippewa baseball teams ask that you join them in the singing of our national anthem, The Star Spangled Banner.
0: Our national anthem before this afternoon's ball game, and it will be Chippewa, the home team here this afternoon, because they were the higher seed. They came in with the number two seed, the Bears coming in with the number three seed. So the Bears will be leading it off here this afternoon. Just a gorgeous day for baseball from Norwayne High School. Barely a cloud in sight. I see about one of them over the right center field fence, and that is it here today. We said... This is just a a great facility to play this district tournament. 320 down each line, 355 to dead center field. And the wind, as we look at the flag out in center field, blowing straight in, it looks to be, from center right now. so. It should be fairly difficult to hit one out now, but it does appear to be swirling from left to right a few times. Also, here's the lineup for the Waynedale Golden Bears: twenty and four on the year, twelve and two in the conference, on a fifteen-game winning streak. Nick Strasbaugh will lead things off for the Bears here this afternoon. The shortstop, playing with that pulled hamstring, Strasbaugh is averaging three forty-six on the year, and he's one for five this year against Chippewa. Ryan Weaver, one for six against Chippewa with two runs scored, he'll play in left field this afternoon, batting second. Evan Ridenbaugh is the center fielder, batting third. He's 2-for-6 against the Chips. And on the year, he's the Bears' leading hitter at 427. 27 Against the, the Chips this year, as we said, he is 2-for-6. With two runs scored. Shane Weaver will be the cleanup man. Playing first base this afternoon. Weaver on the season is averaging 413. Aaron Spidell is the number five hitter. He'll be behind the plate here today. Spidell is hitting 430 on the year. Marcus Schlebaugh the pitcher will bat six. Number 19 on the year Schlebaugh at the plate is hitting 307. Then comes Colton Purdy, the DH for Manny Camacho, who will play second base today. Steven Spidell will bat eighth, and Jarrett Wanzick will bat ninth for the Bears. So it's Strasbaugh, Weaver, and Rydenbaugh, the top three. Shane Weaver, Aaron Spidell, Marcus Schleybaugh the middle three. Colton Purdy, Steven Spidell, and Jarrett Wanzick are the bottom three. Strasbaugh in his home Waynedale uniform, white uniform with gold numerals, brown trim, and shoulders. Against the Chips, Greg Zarodnik. Six and one on the season. The lefty getting set to give us the first pitch of the afternoon as he rocks into the motion. And the first pitch of the game is a called strike over the outside corner. 0-1 the count to Strasbaugh. And we are underway. 63 degrees. Bright sunshine here this afternoon for this early start. That pitch is a curveball, breaks down low. And the count is 1-1 and to Nick. He was one for five this year against the Chips. Zorodnik works quickly and the 1-1 pitch to the plate. That pitch is swung on and top foul up the third base line and it will be grabbed on the third base side by P.J. Suso. Defensively for the chips this afternoon, Vince Suso in left, Bennett in center, Bailey in right. P.J. Suso is at third, Ellis at short, Sales at second, Harrell at first. Luke Brown, excellent defensive catcher for the chips behind the plate. And the pitcher is Zorodnik set to deliver the 1-2 pitch to the plate. And he comes with a breaking pitch that goes down low. Nice stop by Brown. And the count evens at two and two. Ryan Weaver's on deck. Nick on the year hitting three fifty-six. He's accumulated 28 hits and 101 at-bats. And the pitch to the plate. That's a curveball, and he fouls it straight back and out of play over the top of us. And the count remains at two and two. Harrell playing behind the bag at first. Suso off the line at third and about a couple of steps behind the bag. And the 2-2 pitch to the plate. That one is lined right at the shortstop. Ellis, and he'll grab it for the first out of the ball game. So Straspaugh lines out to short. One away, and it brings up Ryan Weaver. This is one of these games that you just expect it to go continue on and on. It's going to be a good one here today. Weaver... One for six against the Chips this year. On the year coming into the game, batting 3.29, and he leads the team in being hit by pitches. And he takes a curveball over the heart of the plate for a called strike. So Zarodnik getting ahead of the hitters, at least on the first two, and it's 0-1 to count to Weaver. And the pitch, that's another curveball, and Weaver gets hit again. <laughs> Seems like every game we do, he ends up getting hit by a pitch. On the year, Weaver, fielder, number that's eight. the 13th time he has been plunked this season. So one away, runner at first is Ryan Weaver. Harrell will hold him close, and Zrodnick will work out of the stretch for the first time today. Evan Rydenbaugh, the hitter now, two for six against the Chips this year. Zrodnick comes set, Weaver holds, and that pitch is a breaking pitch down low. Want to know the count? Rydenbaugh hitting 427 coming into the game, 16 RBIs on the year. Nobody on the Bears this season is at a home run. Weaver holds that pitch, is tapped out to the left of the mound. Zorodnik picks it up, throws to second, not in time as Weaver slides in safely. Zorodnik came off the mound to the right side and tried to plant his left foot to throw it to second base and slipped and threw the ball to second. So the fielder's choice will allow Reidenbaugh to be safe at first and Weaver will stay at second. And it will bring up now Sheen Weaver. And now Weaver will go down and have a talk with his head coach, Justin McDowell, as Ben Himes comes out for Chippewa and wants to look at his pitcher and have him throw a couple of warm-ups to see if he's okay. After he slipped there, that's one of those plays where he could have easily pulled a hamstring, but he throws one, he's okay, and we're set to go. Harold will hold Ridenbaugh close at first base. Weaver is at second. We'll call that a fielder's choice. One out, and the pitch to Weaver swung on, fly ball left field over the head of the left fielder, and it'll go all the way up against the wall, and it's gone. We just said nobody for the Bears this year had hit a home run, and Weaver, three pitches later, deposits one over the left center field fence, and Waynedale leads it here in the first inning at three to nothing. Zaradnick hung the curveball and Weaver jumped all over it. His first home run of the year, and it is a three-to-nothing Waynedale lead here in the first inning. And then in talking with Justin McDowell before the game began, in the games that Waynedale have lost to the Chips over the past few years, it has always been the fact that Chippewa has jumped out on top of the Bears early. Well, in this one, the Bears have done it. They lead it 3 to nothing, And now it will bring up Aaron Spidell with the bases empty. Spidell hitting 430 on the air. And now Luke Brown wants to go out and talk to Zorodnik and try to settle him down a little bit. The Bears have had trouble over the years with Zorodnik, over the last couple of years. And that one, he just let the pitch hang. And Weaver deposited it over the left center field fence. Spidell going to the College of Worcester next year to play baseball. He'll probably move back to the outfield for the Scots. And the first pitch to Spidell. That's a fastball lined right at the second baseman's sails. He'll pick it up on one knee, throw over to first in time. So Spidell grounds out to second. Two away. And it brings eight, up Marcus, Marcus Schlebaugh, the pitcher. Marcus hitting 307 Marcus on the season. 23 hits, 75 at-bats. Marcus is one of those guys that has really heated up as the temperature has gone up, and he's also one of the guys that when you need a big hit, he comes up with it. And that pitch is a curveball for a called strike. Zorodnik really staying with that curveball here in the first inning, and he's ahead in the count 0-1. And, and the pitch to the plate, another one, and he grounds it to third. Suso comes in on the grass, throws over in time. So the Bears are out in the first inning of play as Schlebaugh grounds out to third, but in the inning, they pick up three runs on only one base hit, and that was the home run by Shane Weaver. As we head to the bottom of the first, it's Waynedale three and Chippewa coming to bat. Know how much you're spending and on what each and every month. Know you're on track with your bills and upcoming payments. Know when money is coming in and going out. Know you have an entire cheering section at PNC Bank with PNC Virtual Wallet. Because when you can see your money clearly, you always know where you stand. PNC Virtual Wallet can help you simplify your finances, track and budget your spending, and help save for the future. To get started and open a PNC Virtual Wallet today, visit pnc.com slash virtual wallet. PNC Bank, for the achiever in you. BNC Bank, National Association, Member FDIC. 3 to nothing. Waynedale leads it on the three-run jack by Shane Weaver, his first of the year. Let's check the batting order for the Chippewa Chips here this afternoon. Jerry Bennett will lead it off and play center. Luke Brown is batting second, and he will be behind the plate. Zach Bailey is batting third. He's in right field. Then comes Trent Harrell, the cleanup hitter, at first base. P.J. Suso is at third base, and he'll bat fifth. Ray Sales moves up to number six this afternoon, playing second. Kenny Hagland is the DH, and he is batting seventh. Then comes Vince Suso, the left fielder, batting eighth. And Drew Ellis is the shortstop, and he is batting ninth. So once again, for Chippewa, it is Bennett, Brown, and Bailey, the top three. Harold Suso and Sales, the middle three. Hagland, Suso, and Ellis are the bottom three. Marcus Schlebaugh got a late start coming out. Since he was the final hitter of the inning, he got a late start coming out here to do his warm-ups. On the year, Schlebaugh has been outstanding. He's been the ace for the Bears. A 7-0 record with a 0.60 ERA in eight appearances. He's also picked up one save this year. He's thrown 47 innings, giving up 34 hits, only seven runs. Four of them were earned. He has struck out 64 and walked Eight, so that's an 8-to-1 margin of strikeouts to walks this season. And when he's on, he's on. But when he's off, he manages to struggle through, and that's what he's done this year. Jerry Bennett, 2-for-8 against the Bears this year with a couple of base hits and a couple of strikeouts. Will lead it off for the Chips, down 3 nothing, And that first pitch from Schleybaugh, he goes with a fastball up and away. Ball one. Bennett, right-handed hitter, center fielder here this afternoon. Ben Hines has changed his lineup just a little bit here today from the previous two times that these teams played. And the 1-0 is down, bounces right behind the plate. 2-0 the count. Luke Brown, the bear killer, is on deck. He has had an outstanding two years against Waynedale. Schleyball rocks into the motion, and the 2-0 pitch to the plate is a fastball over the outside corner. Called strike. Two balls, one strike, the count. Reidenbaugh playing over in right center field, favoring Bennett to go that way. Two and one, the count. And the pitch, Slaybaugh, and he hits it over into left center field. is going to come in and have to play it on a bounce. So Bennett beat the shift. Reidenbaugh was playing over in right center, picks up the first hit of the ball game for Chippewa to lead off here in the bottom of the first, and it brings up Luke Brown. Luke Brown has been three for seven this year against the Bears. He was four for ten a year ago. A home run this year and two doubles for the Chippewa backstop. Schleyball will work out of the stretch. Getting the lead is Bennett. Throw over to first base, not in time to get Bennett. Bears have been excellent this year at picking off runners on the bases. Spidell has done it. Behind the plate, has done it over near first base. Schlebaugh comes set, Bennett gets the lead, he's holding, and that pitch is in tight, rode inside on Brown, 1-0. This very reminiscent of the last game that Schleybaugh pitched where he was having trouble spotting his location early. That pitch is upstairs, and the count now 2-0. and He's gone 2 and 0 to the first two hitters. Wind blowing straight out to center field now here at Norwayne High School. 3 nothing Wayndale leads it. And the throw to first base Bennett gets back with a head first dive. We're working with 3 umpires in this tournament game. One on the bases, one at first base and the man behind the plate. 2 and 0 the count. Schleybaugh. Here's a Bennett. He's holding, and that pitch is a curveball over the outside corner for a called strike. Schleyball has not been able to spot it as of yet, and he's not keeping the ball down low. Two and one the count. Getting the lead off of first base is Bennett. And he's holding again, and now the batter at home plate. Luke Brown called timeout right as Schlebaugh was moving in the motion. So that pitch won't count, and the count stays two and one. Two balls, one strike, the count. Schleybach comes set, checks Bennett at first. He's holding, and that pitch swung on. Fly ball, left field. Weaver coming in, looking up in the high sky, and grabs it for the first out of the inning. So Luke Brown flies to left, one away. Bennett holds it first. And it brings up Zach Bailey.
2: Bailey, left-handed hitter
0: for the chips. Now, normally he's been hitting cleanup in the previous games against Waynedale. Today, Ben Hines moved him up to the number three spot and moved Harold to number four. P.J. Suso is normally the number three hitter. They've dropped him to number five. Bennett leading it off at first. And that pitch is a called strike over the outside corner. Nice fastball from Schlebaugh, 0-1. Bailey stands close to home plate, deep in the batter's box. Bennett being held by Weaver at first. And Schleyball comes set, and that pitch is outside and low. 1-1. Defensively for the Bears, Ryan Weaver in left, right in center. Jarrett Wanza in right. Steven Spidell at third. Strauss at short, Purdy at second. Shane Weaver is at first, and Aaron Spidell. Check out Manny Camacho at second. I'm sorry. Shane Weaver at first, Spidell behind the plate, and Schleyball delivers the 1 1. That's a fastball that rides outside. And the count now 2 and 1. Bennett has not shown any inclination of going at first base. Now the throw to first base, and back in plenty of time is Bennett. Weaver holding him there. Spidell at third, playing on the grass. And the 2-1 pitch Bennett holds, and that's another fastball that rides outside. Three and one. So Schleybaugh staying right in that area, trying to get Bailey to go after one. Bailey's showing some good discipline at the plate. Trent Harrell's on deck, the cleanup man. Three and one the count. Coming set is Schleybaugh, and the pitch to the plate swung on, fly ball, left field again Weaver took a couple of steps in now drops back, and he grabs it for the second out of the inning
2: first baseman, number and it brings up Trent Harrell
0: Harrell part of the Mountain Man Club he's got that beard that he's had for the last two years two down, Bennett still at first base after leading off the bottom of the first with a base hit and Harold, with one swing of the bat, could draw Chippewa to within a run here in this first inning. Bears already lead at three nothing. Coming set is Schleybaugh peering in, and the two out pitch to the plate swung on fly ball left field going back is Weaver all the way back to the fence grabs the fence looks up and it's gone. So Harold, what we said, bang, and all of a sudden it's a three to two ball game. Trent Harrell with a home run out to left field, almost the same spot that Shane Weaver hit his, and well, why not? These teams are so evenly matched that it might as well be a close game here also, and it's 3-2 to two here in the first inning, bottom of the first of this district semifinal game, and it brings up P.J. Suso with the bases empty. Schleybaugh, that's the first home run that he has given up. Check that, the second home run he has given up this year. So two down here in the first, and it's a three to two Waynedale lead. And PJ Suso steps in, third baseman, and he swings and fouls that fastball straight back and out of play. Now the wind is blowing from left to right. As we said, it's it is switching. Here in this first inning, it blows in, blows out to right, then blows out to center. 0-1 The count to Suso. Ray Sales is on deck. Schleybaugh out of the wind. And the 0-1, that's a pitch that's down low. One ball, one strike. Now the wind blowing straight out to center field over that 355 sign and the 1-1 swung on and grounded in the hole and into left field for a base hit. So Suso, third hit of the inning by the Chips. And he's on at first base and it brings up Ray Sales who's hitting 500 against the Bears this year. Three for six, two strikeouts and a run scored. There are two away here in the bottom of the first inning.
2: Number two, Ray Sale. Three
0: to two, Waynedale on top of it, and Suso will get the lead off at first base. So the lineup change by Ben Himes has proven to be advantageous to the Chips. That pitch is swung on and grounded wide of third and into left field again for a base hit. Got under the glove of Steven Spidell. So three consecutive hits by the Chips. And they're banging around Marcus Schlebaugh here in this first inning.
2: Suso goes to second.
0: And it brings up Kenny Haglund. Haglund, the DH hitting for Zorodnik today. Runners at first and second. Weaver's going to play behind the runner at first base now. And the two-out pitch to Haglund is a called strike over the outside corner. 0-1 to count. Vince Suso is on deck. Schlebaugh comes set. And the pitch swung on and missed. That is the first time that Chippewa has swung and missed at a pitch that Schlebaugh has offered up, and it's 0-2. Schlebaugh shakes off a sign, now gets the one to his liking, comes to the belt, and the 0-2 pitch to the plate is outside. Tried to get Hagelin to go after something outside and he wouldn't do it, stayed off of it. And the count now one and two. Don't forget the Ohio Baseball Weekly Show tonight at nine o'clock with Mark Donahue and I. Here on Ultimate Sports Talk. One and two the count, two down here in the first inning, three to two Wayndale lead. And Schleibaugh delivers the pitch slung under foul straight back. Created for over one hundred and twenty five years. So they understand family. When you come in, the Spidell Funeral Home will walk through the process with you assisting you in your choices. That's how family works. The Spidel Funeral Home, in two locations, on Main Street in Mount Eaton and on Chestnut Street in Brewster. The Spidel Funeral Home, just like family, there when you need them. Colton Purdy. Colton Purdy will lead things off as the bottom three in the batting order coming up for the Bears. He's the DH today for Manny Camacho. Then comes Steven Spidel and Jarrett Wanzik. Zorodnik, first pitch of the second inning, is a fastball over the... Heart of the plate, 0 1 the count to Purdy. Colton on the year at the plate is batting 206, and he takes that pitch low and outside for a ball. One and one the count. Coming set is a and he pitches that one and it's line foul over the first base dugout and out of play. So Purdy behind in the count one and two. While we got a moment, want to wish our best wishes to Harold Oswald, who's gonna undergo heart surgery this afternoon at Cleveland Clinic. That pitch swung on and tapped foul behind the plate by Purdy. He just stayed alive, just getting a piece of that curveball. Harold is a mainstay at Waynedale. I want to wish him good luck this afternoon. One and two the count. Three to two, Waynedale on top of it here in the second inning of this district semi game, and the pitch to the plate. That's a curve ball that Purdy hits foul up the right hand side past Brandon Giles, the first base coach, and Trent Harrell comes over and picks it up, and the count stays one and two. Steven Spidell is on deck for Waynedale. Zorodnik right in the center of the rubber. And the pitch to the plate swung on and missed. Nice fastball to Purdy. Strike three. First strike out of the ball game by Zarodnik. One away. Third
2: baseman number thirty.
0: And it brings up Steven 59. Spidell. Spidell, the third baseman here this afternoon. On the year batting two ninety three. Right handed hitter. Stands up close to the plate. And that pitch is a fastball right over the heart. Owen one the count. Zrodnik back working quickly. Gets the ball, the sign, and then delivers the pitch. That's a curveball. Swung on, fly ball out to right field. Zach Bailey moves to his right, and he's got it for the second out. And it brings up the number nine man in the order, Jarrett Wanzik, the right fielder. Wanzik hitting 348 three forty eight this field, Wanzik.
2: year.
0: Wanzik 23 hits in 66 at bats. Right-handed hitter. Levels the aluminum. Even with the bag of Suso at third, and the pitch is high and outside because they know Wanzik is an excellent bunter. 1-0 the count. Two down here in the second. And the pitch, that's high and outside, 2-0. and Nick Strasbaugh, the leadoff man on deck. 2-0 and the count to Wanzik. Zorodnik into the wind and the pitch. That's a fastball that breaks over at the belt for a called strike. Two and one now. Looks like it might have been a changeup actually by Zorodnik, Two and one the count, and that pitch is swung on and fouled down the right field side. Not a play. Good crowd here this afternoon, considering it's a two o'clock start. A lot of employers in Chippewa and Wayndale school districts are wondering where everybody is today. Two and two the count. Zwanzyk, as the ball comes back in. Zrodnik shakes off a sign. And the 2-2 pitch to Wanzik. That pitch is swung on, and it's missed, but he gets by the catcher, Brown, and Wanzik. Will reach first base. First error of the ball game, charged against the catcher. And Wanzick is on at first, and it brings up the top of the order. And Nick Strasbaugh. So Wanzick swung and missed at it, but the ball got by Luke Brown, and it went all the way to the backstop. This is a deep backstop
2: here at Norway.
0: This is not like Rittman or or even Waynedale where... It is a close backstop. This one is deep, and you can advance on the bases if it gets by the catcher. Wanzick getting the lead off at first with two down, and Strasbaugh takes the first pitch of fastball over at the knees for a called strike. Nick lined to the shortstop, Ellis. First time up. Zorodnik, the pitch, swung on it, grounded to third. Suso comes in, picks it up even with the bag, throw over to first base in time to get Straspaugh, and that'll do it for the Bears here in this Second inning of play, and as we head to the bottom of the second, here from Norwayne High School, it is Waynedale three and Chippewa two. Yoder Builders in Orville is your full-service construction firm, specializing in new residential construction, remodeling, finished basements, and masonry work. Looking for a new sunroom or deck? Yoder Builders in Orville offers uncompromising customer satisfaction on every job from the ground up. To a new house and everything else. Yoder Builders in Orville, a member of the HBA and proud supporter of Wayne Dale Athletics. Yoder Builders, 330 684 1050. 3-2 to two as we head into the bottom of the second inning. And for Chippewa, it will be the bottom two of the batting order. Vince Suso, Drew Ellis, and then the top side, Jerry Bennett against Marcus Schlebaugh. Two home runs, one by each team has put us where we are right now. Shane Weaver with a three-run dinger in the top of the first. And then Trent Harrell with a two-run shot in the bottom of the first. And that's where we're at at 3-2. Winner of this ball game will play the winner of the second game here this afternoon between Ripman and Manchester. Sluso leading it off for the Chips. Right-handed hitter. Stands even with the plate and Steven Spidell comes in and plays in a step in on the grass at third. And Schlebaugh's pitch here in the second. Swung on and fouled against the backstop Count now is 0-1. Marcus struggled through the first inning, giving up two runs on four hits. One of them, that home run by Harrell. And the 0-1 pitch to the plate. Swung on and fouled back here, straight back. And the pitch swung on and grounded to short. Coming in is Straspa. Picks it up on three hops, throw across, and it is not in time! As Ellis beat it out, hustling down the line all the way. Infield single for Drew Ellis. That's the fifth hit of the ball game for Chippewa. And it brings up the top of the order in Jerry Bennett. Nick plays a deep shortstop, and that one was hit right at him, but he picked it up on three hops instead of trying to come in and pick it up on the two. Ellis with a big lead at first base. And the throw over to first base. Not in time. Back with a head first dive is Ellis. Ellis. A little shorter lead this time. And now the throw to first base again, back with a head first dive. Again is Ellis. Bennett singled his first time up to left center field. That pitch is swung on and grounded wide at first. Weaver makes a dive on the grass, flips it over to Schleybaugh in time for the out. So there is one, is o- two outs now. Taking second is Drew Ellis. Two down as Bennett is out. And it brings up Luke Brown, who flied to left his first time. I don't know how many RBIs Brown has had against the Bears over the last couple of years. I haven't seen the stats, but it has to ha- he has to have at least four or five over the last couple of years. That pitch is high and outside again. Schleyball has not been able to command the outside pitch yet. One and oh, the count. Coming set is Schlebaugh, and the pitch is low and outside again. And the count is two and oh. Zach Bailey's on deck. Marcus has thrown a lot of pitches in this first inning in two-thirds. Getting the lead is Ellis off at second. And that pitch is outside. Throw down to second base. It's going to go right into center field. And it won't go into center field. Nice stop by Strasbaugh behind the bag. I think Spidel and Strasbaugh got their signals crossed because Nick was late getting to the bag on that pickoff attempt and the count is now 3 and 0. Schleybaugh, the 3-0 pitch to Brown is a called strike right down the middle. And the count is 3 and 1. 3-2 ball game. Waynedale by a run here in the bottom of the 2nd with 2 down. And Schlebaugh delivers. The pitch is down low. Ball four. First walk given up today by Schlebaugh. So runners now at first and second. Two down and it brings up Zach Bailey who flied to left his last time up. Ryan Weaver barely had to move in left field. Two down here in the second. Schlebaugh. Comes with the first pitch upstairs. Boy, he is just not able to command the strike zone this afternoon the way he normally does. 1-0 the count. Ellis off at first. Brown off at first, and the pitch swung on. Fly ball center field, looking up into the high sky as ball Moves to his right and grabs it, and that'll do it for the chips. Here in the second inning of play, they get no runs on one base hit. They leave two men on. And as we head to the third, the score is Dale 3, Chippewa 2. The Apple Creek Banking Company is a full-service community bank offering checking and savings accounts, installment, mortgage, and commercial loans. While being able to offer all of the services of a large bank, The Apple Creek Banking Company has remained independent for over 110 years. As a true community bank, Apple Creek Bank is invested in the communities they serve and the people and businesses that make those communities great. The staff at the Apple Creek Banking Company truly cares about its customers and helps them choose the products that best meet their needs. Stop in one of their six locations and see what community banking is all about. Shop local. Eat local. Bank local. The Apple Creek Banking Company, locally owned, community driven. Member FDIC, equal housing lender. Well, it's 3-2. to Waynedale leading over Chippewa as we head into the third inning of play. Ryan Weaver will lead it off. He was hit by a pitch his last time up. Both pitchers, the aces of their staffs, and right now, They have been struggling, although Zorodnik appears to be the one that has settled down most between he and Schlebaugh. Weaver, as we said, was hit by a pitch his first time up and came around to score on the Weaver, Shane Weaver, three-run homer. Left-handed batter, and Ryan will step up to the plate against the left-hander, Zorodnik. Harrell playing close to the bag at first base near the line. And the first pitch is a fastball over the outside corner for a called strike. And the 0-1 pitch. Curve ball swung on and grounded to second base. Coming over sales. Bobbles it, throws the first. Not in time. Second air of the ball game against Chippewas. Weaver reaches on the air by the second baseman.
2: Center fielder number eight, Evan ryden
0: so nobody down, runner at first base is Weaver, and it brings up Evan Ridenbaugh. Evan hitting 427 on the year coming in, reached on a fielder's choice, and came around to score on the homer. Ryan Weaver, not much of a base stealer. Good base runner, but not much of a stealer. Hangs close at first, and that pitch is swung on and tapped foul behind. And the count evens at one and one. Aaron Spidell is on deck. And the 1-1 pitch. That pitch is a check swing on a curveball. Nice stop by Brown. Blocks it right out in front of the plate. And the count moves now to 2-1 to Shane Weaver. Zorodnik hung the curveball in the first inning, and he's not trying to do that here in this appearance. 2-1 the count. And the pitch, that one is grounded to second again. Sales comes in, picks it up, throws over to first base in time. So Sales, three opportunities here in the first inning and gets the chips out of it. One, two, three basically for the Bears as they get the leadoff man on and then he's erased on the double play. As we head to the bottom of the third, your score, it's still Waynedale three and Chippewa two. Do you own or manage a business work with school athletics? Make a great first impression with Murphy's Promotions. Make your name known. Murphy's Promotions will make your business stand out from the crowd. Murphy's Promotions specializes in silk screening, custom embroidery, and promotional products. Brand your business today by using Murphy's Promotions. Use your logo on shirts, hats, jackets, bags, and much more. Murphy's can also take care of your promotional products. Pens, pencils, bags, and blankets. Murphy's Promotions, 330-464-1970. This Wayne Dale Golden Bears broadcast is made possible by... The Harvest Market in Apple Creek, Miller Custom Exteriors, Shop Brothers Farms, Murphy's Promotions, Deb's Den in Apple Creek, Casa de Sasi, Lem's Pizza, and PNC Bank. Please let these sponsors know you heard their name on Wayndale High School broadcasts on UltimateSportsTalk.com. Trent Harrell will lead things off for the chips here in the third inning of play. Bears lead at 3-2. Of course, Harrell hit the two-run homer in the first inning to draw the chips within that one-run margin here.
2: Harold, right-handed
0: hitter. Stands into the batter's box. Schleybaugh has really labored over the first two innings. He could use a 1-2-3 inning like Zarodnik basically just came up with in the top half of this inning. And that pitch is a called strike. That's the only the second or third time that Schleybaugh has been able to pepper that outside corner for a strike. He has not been able to command that outside part of the plate. 0-1 the count. And that pitch is a curveball down low and outside. Count evens 1-1. One and it brings to the plate Vince Suso, who grounded a second his last time up. Sales getting the lead off of first base. Short lead, he's holding, and the two-out pitch swung on and popped up over near the first base side and out of play. Owen one the count. Last couple of batters, Schlabaugh's gone away from that outside corner. Maybe he's decided he's going to challenge the hitters a little bit more after that home run by P.J. Sousa to tie things up. And that pitch swung on, popped up, third base side. Steven Spidell can't find it. Now he thinks he's got it, and Strasbach comes over. He lost it and dropped the ball over on the foul side of third base. It is a high sky here at Norway this afternoon. It's a gorgeous day for baseball, but it's hard... To gauge just how high and how fast the ball is coming down against the sky. With virtually no clouds in it. Spidel had lost it. Strasbaugh came over and got a glove on it. But couldn't grab it. And the count is 0-2. To Vince Suso. Two down here in the inning. We're tied at three. Schlebaugh. Comes set. Checks t- sales at first. And the 0-2 swung on and grounded a second. Camacho comes in, picks it up, throws to first base. Got him. So, in the inning for Chippewa, they come up with one big run to tie things up on the home run by P.J. Suso. They added another hit but couldn't get anything across. So, as we head to the fourth inning of play, it's Dale 3, Chippewa 3. Experience a pleasant atmosphere and homemade comfort food daily at Deb's Den in Apple Creek. Stop in for breakfast, lunch, or dinner. There's no assembly line food at Deb's Den. Everything is handcrafted and fresh, from the sandwiches to the soups and sides and the dinner specials every day. Stop in for breakfast Tuesday through Saturday from 7 to 11 a.m. and Sundays 9 to noon. Lunch and dinner hours are Tuesday through Thursday 11 to 8, Friday and Saturday 11 to 9, and Sunday 12 to 3. Deb's Den on Main Street in Apple Creek. Well, your three-inning line score here this afternoon so far for Waynedale, three runs on one base hit. They've left one man on and committed no errors in the ball game. For Chippewa, they've got three runs on seven hits in the contest. They have left five men on and committed two errors in the ball game. Aaron Spidell will lead it off for the Bears here in the fourth inning. He grounded out to second his last time up. Zorodnik doesn't waste any time, not only in between pitches, but in between innings. 3-3 your score here in the top of the fourth. And Zrodnik, his initial offering to Spidell, is a called strike over the outside corner, starting him off with a changeup. 0-1 the count. Schleba on deck, and then comes Colton Purdy, the DH. And that pitch swung on and popped up near first base. Harold dropping back. Ray Sales is going to call him off, and right back on the outfield grass at second. And there's one away. And then Sales was going to throw it around the infield and <laughs> promptly threw it into left field. I'm not sure where he was throwing the ball. So Spidel pops to second. One away, and it brings up Marcus Schlebaugh. schleybaugh grounded to third his first time up, so he's 0 for 1. Zorodnik, after throwing... A lot of pitches in the first has really settled down in the last three innings, and he throws that pitch over the outside corner for a strike. He's done a better job of getting back into his groove than Schlebaugh has. Strike called over the inside corner, so he's come with a fastball over the outside, then the inside corner for two strikes to Schlebaugh. Purdy is on deck, and the 0-2 pitch came right with a fastball. Schleybaugh grounds it to short. Ellis picks it up, throws over in time. Two away, and it brings up Colton Purdy. Purdy struck out Has his first time up swing. On the year Colton hitting 206. He's DHing for the second baseman Manny Camacho this afternoon. And the two out pitch to Purdy is outside. Zorodnik knows how to pitch, and he has really settled down. The 1-0 pitch, that's a fastball over the inside part of the plate, 1-1. and Steven Spidell is on deck. 1-1 and the count, and the lefty into the motion, and a check swing by Purdy just hung off the outside part of the plate. And the count is 2-1. and Scoreboard's got one and two, but I swore that was a ball. And the pitch to the plate, swung on it, fouled straight back. Now it's two strikes. Took count as two and two. Two Purdy, So it was a ball, that last pitch, other than the foul ball. And now that pitch swung on it, grounded right back to the mound. Zorodnik's got it. Throws over in time. One two three 2 3 inning for Zorodnik against the Bears here in the fourth. And as we head to the bottom of the fourth inning of play for Norway High School, it is Chippewa 3, Waynedale 3. Know how much you're spending and on what each and every month. Know you're on track with your bills and upcoming payments. Know when money is coming in and going out. Know you have an entire cheering section at PNC Bank with virtual wallet. Simplify your finances track and budget your spending, and save for the future. Learn more at pnc.com slash virtual wallet. PNC Bank, for the achiever in you. PNC Bank, National Association, member FDIC. Amish craftsmanship revered worldwide. Dutch quality stone products have become the industry leader in quality and consistency. In the heart of one of the biggest Amish communities in America, Dutch quality stone provides a stunning collection of fine veneer stone, Readily available for dependable, easy-to-install options for homes and commercial properties. In our corner of the world, people believe in doing things right. Hard work, honesty, and genuine care. Dutch Quality Stone, located on Dover Road in Mount Eaton. Call today, 877-359-7866. 3-3 as we head to the bottom of the fourth inning. It's been a home run derby here today. Shane Weaver with... A three-run shot for the Bears, two-run shot from Trent Harrell of the Chips, and then a solo shot that tied it up by P.J. Suso. Bottom of the order, Drew Ellis, and then the top side, Jerry Bennett and Luke Brown. Scheduled to hit for Ben Hines Chippewa Chips here in the bottom of the fourth. Tied up at, at three apiece. Would you expect anything else out of these two ball clubs? The way they have gone at it tooth and nail over the last two years. Second year in a row they've played in the tournament. Pitch swung on and fouled straight back by Ellis, out of play. Last year, Wayndale fell over at Chippewa in the sectional finals. They had the tying run at third and two outs and couldn't bring it home. Owen one the count to Ellis. And the pitch swung on and fouled over the first base dugout and out of play. 0-2 to Drew Ellis. He reached on an infield single his first time up. Ellis, the shortstop right-handed hitter. 0-2 the count. And the pitch swung on and missed. Went after a low outside heater. Strike three.
2: And it brings up Jerry Bennett.
0: Bennett is grounded to first and singled. Two lead off the game for the Chips. One for two in the afternoon. This is his third at bat, and we're just in the fourth inning. Schleybaugh retiring the leadoff man again, and that pitch is low and outside. Gets by the catcher, Aaron Spidell, as he couldn't get a handle on that one. One or no, the count. Bennett, leadoff man, one away, one to oh know the count, that pitch swung on him, fouled straight back, got a piece of it, fouled it out of play, we're out of baseballs already. Never could understand why you start a baseball game with just two balls. Should start it with five or six, you would think, then you wouldn't have to worry about the crowd. Sending them back in. One and one the count now to Jerry Bennett, and the pitch to the plate is outside. Two and one. Bennett, an outstanding center fielder for the Chips, has been the leadoff man for the last couple of years. Two and one the count. And that's a nice curveball. Best curveball of the day that Schleybaugh has thrown. That was at the knees for a called strike. Two and two the count. Two balls, two strikes. And now Bennett will take time before Schlebaugh gets into the 2-2 count. One away here in the fourth. We're tied at three. Schleybaugh the 2-2 pitch to the plate. They came back with a curveball that bit too low. And the count now full of 3-2. and two. Tried to back up a curveball with another one and just couldn't get it to break over the plate. Spidell even with the bag of third. Outfield playing him to hit to right. And the pitch swung on, and he drills it up the gap in the left center field. Weaver and Reidenbaugh will give chase, and it'll hit up against the fence. Weaver grabs it. He's going to send it in, and Bennett's going to stay at second with a double. Well, I don't know where the Bears are coming up with their defensive alignment. Reidenbaugh is playing over in right center field, and Chippewa keeps hitting it up the gap in left center. And now Justin McDowell is going to take a trip to the mound after that double by Bennett, who's now two for three in the day. That's happened a couple times here today where ball is playing over in right center field, and Chippewa will line it up the gap in left center. That happened on the first hit of the game by Bennett. And then this next time up here in the fourth inning, ball was playing over in right center field also, and Bennett hit the gap, but this time for a double. So there's one away here in the first inning, As Justin McDowell out talking with his troops. Again, want to give well wishes here this afternoon to Harold Oswald, who's undergoing heart surgery today at Cleveland Clinic. Want to wish him well. And hopefully we'll get a chance to see him back at a ball game here pretty soon. Bennett at second after the double with one away, and it brings up Luke Brown. Brown has flied to left and walked. So he's 0 for 1. Now schlebaugh has got a pitch out of trouble again. The go ahead run is at second for the chips here in the fourth. Schleybaugh now comes set. And now there are two away. Bennett still at third base after the strikeout. That's five in the ball game. For Schlebaugh, and it brings up Zach Bailey, who will be going to Heidelberg next year to play baseball. Bailey flied to left and flied to center. So he is 0 for 2, but he's in an RBI situation here. And this is why he's batting number 3. And that pitch is low and outside. Left-handed hitter. Bailey just a natural hitter for the chips. And he takes that first pitch down low. One and the count. Harrell is on deck, so it doesn't get any easier. And the 1-0 swung on and fouled over the third base side and out of play. Count evens one and one. Bennett at third. He signifies the go-ahead run for the chips. One and one the count. And the pitch to the plate. That's low and outside. ball falls behind in the count to Bailey, two and one. Two balls, one strike the count. Coming set is Schlebaugh. And the two-one pitch. Swung on and lined into center field for a base hit. And Chippewa will take the lead at four to three as Bennett comes home to score. Bailey comes up with the RBI single to center and it's 4 to 3 Chippewa. They were down 3 nothing and they've come back to score. 4 runs in a row and now they lead at 4 to 3. Still two men down. Bailey at first base and Harrell, who hit the two-run homer in the first inning, is up. He struck out looking his last time up. Bailey gets the lead off of first base shortly. Really not much of a threat to steal. And that pitch is swung on and grounded to third to Steven Spidell. He'll pick it up and throws it across in time. So Harrell grounds out the third. But in the inning, Chippewa comes up with the go-ahead run. They pick up a run on one bay, two base hits. They leave one man on. No Wayndale errors in the inning. And as we head to the fifth, it's Chippewa four, Wayndale three. For over 25 years, the Apple Creek Drive-Thru has been serving the community from snacks, beverages, anything you may need. Just like the Waynedale Golden Bears, hard work is no stranger to Art Weaver at the Apple Creek Drive-Thru. So on your way home from the game, work, or you're just in a hurry, stop by. Located at 23 Main Street in downtown Apple Creek, Art Weaver at the Apple Creek Drive-Thru wishes the Waynedale Golden Bears the best of luck. Stop by after the game. Where can you get food, smoking with Southern pride, The Fire and Ice Pub in Fredericksburg. Build your own burgers. Try our brisket and pulled pork. And every Thursday night is half-price wing night. Everything cooked to your satisfaction so you'll come back time and time again. The Fire and Ice Pub, open Tuesday through Thursday, 11 to 10. Friday and Saturday, 11 to midnight. And Sunday, 11 to 8. Located just west of Fredericksburg on County Road 192. 4-3, 4-3, Chippewa taking the lead in the bottom of the fourth inning. And as we head to the top of the fifth, it's Steven Spidell, Jarrett Wanzick, and that's Nick Strasbaugh coming up for the Bears. Nine, nine, Chippewa was down 3 nothing, and they've come back to take a one-run lead here in the fifth. And Zarodnik's pitch is just off the outside corner. 1-0 the count. Spidel flied to right his first time up. And that pitch is taken all the way by Spidel at the knees for a strike. One and one. Cavaliers will get their series going with Toronto tomorrow night in game one of the Eastern Conference Finals. One one pitch to Spidel. And he hit it off the end of the bat right over to the first base dugout. And the count now one and two. And the pitch to Steven Spidel. Curveball swung on and grounded to the third base dugout this time. Boy, Steven really stepped in a hole and tapped it foul.
2: He was way ahead of that curveball.
0: One and two to count. And the pitch to the plate. That's a curveball down low and outside. That looked like a breaking pitch that just never broke. Two and two to count to the leadoff man for the Bears here in the top of the fifth. And the two two pitch to Spidel is upstairs, ball three. Zorodnik has been aggressive to the hitters the last couple of innings, but here to Spidel to lead it off here in the fourth. He's trying to nibble at the corners and the payoff pitch that time swung on and missed. Nice fastball. Went right after Spidel. So one away.
2: Right fielder number twenty-three, Jared.
0: Wonsick. That's just the second strikeout of the game registered by Zorodnik here this afternoon. He's retired six in a row now. And Wanzick is up. Who's reached on an error, so he's zero for one, and that pitch is high and outside. Nick Strasbaugh on deck. And the 1-0 pitch to Wanzick. That pitch is swung on and fouled over the first base side and out a play. One and one now. The count to Jarrett Wanzick, the Bears' right fielder, reached on an error. He sw- struck out swinging, and the ball got by Luke Brown and he reached first base for the first error of the game by the Chips. Next pitch is swung on and missed by Wanzik. Behind on that fastball. One and two. The count. Our next broadcast game will be right back here at Norway. On Wednesday for sure, and that'll be Dale at Manchester. Next pitch swung on and missed by Wanzek, strike three. That's seven in a row by Zorodnik. Two strikeouts in a row, and it brings up Nick Strasbaugh, who was 0 for 2 in the ballgame. Two down here in the fifth. Chippewa leads it. 4-3, to three, and the pitch swung on it, grounded and short. Ellis lets it bounce off his chest, and he's not going to have a play at first. Ball came up and took a wicked hop. And it hit Ellis right in the chest, so Strasbaugh reaches on the North air. Runner,
2: number 25, Ryan That'll be the
0: third error of the game committed by Chippewa. So Strasbaugh at first base, two down and it brings up Ryan Weaver, who reached on an error also, it was hit by a pitch. Zorodnik comes set. And that pitch is upstairs to Weaver. Ball one. Weaver. Left-handed batter. Strauss getting the lead off. And now Zorodnik will lob a throw over. Nick gets back standing. Coming set is Zorodnik. And the pitch is high and outside to Weaver 2-0, and the count now. Zorodnik's been falling behind the hitters, and now Ben Himes wants to go out and have a chat with his pitcher. Luke Brown was going to go back out to the mound too, but Ben Himes just said, nope, I want to talk to him on my own. So it's just Zorodnik and Hines out at the mound talking things over. Zorodnik has not been as aggressive in this inning towards the hitters as he was in the first few innings here this afternoon. He struggled in the first inning, but up until that error, he had retired seven in a row and struck out back-to-back hitters. Now he's down in the count, 2-0, and, and Ben Hines now will walk back to the third-base dugout. So as we get to back to action, Zrodnik Approves the sign. That pitch has hit him on the elbow. Just grazed the right elbow, and Weaver gets hit by a pitch again. Second time he's been hit by a pitch here this afternoon. So Strassball will go to second. Weaver goes to first, two down, and it brings up Evan Reidenbaugh. Reidenbaugh with 16 RBIs this year, and he's got the tying run standing at second base with two down here in the third, or in the fifth, excuse me. And the pitch to Nick is a curve, or to Rydenball as a curve ball hangs in tight for a ball. Almost looked like Rydenball wanted to hit, get hit by that pitch. Weavers on deck, one and oh the count to Evan, and that pitch is down low. Nice stop by Luke Brown. That's what we said right at the top of the show that he's one of the best defensive catchers in the area, and he showed it there with that nice stop on a curve ball down low. And the count is now two and oh to Rydenbaugh, Good hitter's pitch. Zorodnik off to the side of the hill. Now steps back up on top of the rubber. Comes set. Checks the runners and the pitch is a strike at the knees. Rydenbaugh was taking that fastball all the way. Two and one the count. Two down. Strasbaugh getting the lead off at second. Getting a good lead. Pitch swung on. Right back through the middle. Stopped by Zorodnik. Great play. Throw to first base in time. Boy, Zorodnik really helped himself out on a ball that was ticketed to center field, but he grabbed it on a leap and threw Rydenbaugh out at first base. So in the inning for the Bears, they get no runs on, no base hits. One more Chippewa error, and the Bears leave two men on. As we head to the bottom of the fifth, that's your score. It's Chippewa four and Waynedale three. Harvest Market offers you everything you need from a community grocery store, providing fresh local meats, ready-to-go meals, and a full-service deli. Harvest Market is your one-stop butcher shop and can cut to order. The barbecue chicken is fresh off the grill, and the smoked ribs are second to none. For your next get-together, leave the cooking to Harvest Market. Harvest Market's convenient hours are Monday through Saturday, 8 a.m. to 7 p.m., Sunday, 10 to 6. Harvest Market, located in the core of Apple Creek. Come taste the difference family at the time you need them the most they are there so is the Spidel Funeral Home they have been family owned and operated for over 125 years so they understand family when you come in the Spidel Funeral Home will walk through the process with you assisting you in your choices that's how family works the Spidel Funeral Home in two locations on Main Street in Mount Eaton and on Chestnut Street in Brewster the Spidel Funeral Home just like family there when you need them well, if the Bears don't get another opportunity to tie this one up, you can ticket that play right there by Greg Zorodnik as the reason why, because he really made an outstanding play on the mound to grab that grounder going right back through the box as he was falling off the mound. As we head to the bottom of the fifth, it's 4-3, to three and the first pitch by P.J. Suso is coming in, and Ryan Weaver grabs it off his shoe tops for the first out of the inning. Suso headed out to left field, and Ryan Weaver came in and grabbed it off his shoe tops.
2: One away, and it brings right. up Ray
0: Sales. One thing Chippewa has done that the Bears have not done in this game is slow down Marcus Schlebaugh. The Bears have let Zorodnik throw at his own pace. Chippewa has done a nice job of dictating the pace to Schlebaugh. That pitch is low and outside for a ball. One away here in the bottom of the fifth. Four to three. Chippewa leads it. And that pitch is down low. Two and oh. Two balls, no strikes. Schleba into the wind. And the pitch is upstairs. Ball three. Marcus just has struggled all afternoon long. And the 3-0 pitch to the plate. That's a fastball at the knees for a called strike, 3-1. and one. Three balls, one strike to Ray Sales, who is 2-for-2 two two in the afternoon. That pitch is down low for a ball, ball four. Second walk of the afternoon given up by Schlebaugh.
2: Designated hitter number 16, Jay Huglin.
0: And Huglin comes up to the plate. Huglin, the DH here this afternoon for Zerodnik, has struck out twice, once looking, once swinging. Sales nicely to first base, holding, and the pitch is swung on and top foul, back behind home plate, and out of play, right over the top of us. the count. Sales getting a good lead off at first base. You know, Chippewa would love to get an insurance run. About a four-step lead for Sales at first base. Weaver at the bag and the pitch to the plate is off the outside corner for a, a ball. Marcus has really tried to hit that outside corner here today and has not been able to. One and one the count to Huglin. There goes Sales. Pitch swung on and missed. Spidel the throw down to second base is not in time as Sales went in with a head first dive. Spidel made a nice throw, but Sales just got a great jump at first base. So Sales now at second. One and two the count. First stolen base of the day for either club. One and two the count. One down here in the fifth. Schlebaugh now again has to pitch out of trouble. One and two the count to Hugland. Suso's on deck. Peers out at second to Sales. And the pitch curveball called strike three over at the inside corner. Huglin goes down looking. At six strikeouts on the afternoon for Schlebaugh, and he needed one right there. Two down. And it brings up Vince Suso. He's grounded to second twice. 0 for 2 in the game. Sales still at second. And the pitch to the plate swung on and fly ball center field. Moving to his right is and bond now coming in and grabs it for the third out of the inning. So Schleybaugh pitches out of trouble. Here in the 5th, and as we head to the 6th inning of play in this district semifinal game from Norway, it is Chippewa 4, Wayndale 3. Deb's Den on Main Street in Apple Creek is your spot for fresh, homemade food daily. Custom handcrafted sandwiches to your satisfaction. And try Deb's Den's relaxing, comfortable atmosphere. It's hometown dining at its best. Deb's Den offers quick, easy service. Breakfast hours are Tuesday through Saturday, 7 to 11 a.m., and Sundays, 9 to noon. Lunch and dinner is served Tuesday through Thursday until 8, Friday and Saturday until 9, and Sunday, noon to 3. Closed on Monday, Deb's Den, next to the Bear on Main Street in Apple Creek.
3: Make the greener siding choice for your home. Seamless Siding from Miller Custom Exteriors. We're the original ABC Seamless Guys, and our siding is made of 100% American-made steel, the most recycled material in the world. I'm Miller Custom Exteriors President Lauren Miller. Our slightly obsessive Amish heritage guarantees you a phenomenal siding job, guaranteed, or we'll fix it free. Call Miller Custom Exteriors today for ABC Seamless Siding, the green siding choice, 1-800-589-4905, or visit us online at MillerCustomExteriors.com.
0: Well, we're in the sixth. It is four to three Chippewa. And for the Bears, it will be Shane Weaver, Aaron Spidell, and Marcus Schlebaugh. The 4, 5, and 6 hitters in their lineup for Justin McDowell this afternoon. Zarodnik trying to pitch the chips into the district final game. Called strike over the outside corner. Nice pitch. 0-1 the count. And the 0-1 pitch to the plate. That pitch is in tight on Weaver. And hit him. Just grazed his uniform. That's the third hit batter of the afternoon. First one. First two were against Ryan Weaver. So the tying run is at first base and Shane Weaver. And Aaron Spidell comes up to the plate. He is grounded to second and popped out to second, which was actually right behind the bag at first, but Sales took control of it. Weaver short lead at first. Pitched to Spidell is outside for a ball. P.J. Suso is in close at third, but you can't imagine that Justin McDowell would take the bat out of Aaron Spidell's hands, one of his biggest hitters. That pitch swung on and lined into center field, base hit. Weaver will advance to second and stay right there. So, the Bears have the first two men on. It's only the second hit of the ball game. For Waynedale here today.
2: The first was of course by Weaver. The three run homer.
0: Four to three year score. Tying run is at second base. Nobody down and Marcus Schlebaugh is up. He's 0 for 2 in the afternoon. Zorodnik comes set. Schleybaugh squares the bunt. Does right out in front of the plate. Zorodnik will pick it up. Only one play and that will be at first. And that advances the runners to second and third. So Schleybaugh completes the sacrifice. One down and it brings up Colton Purdy.
2: Number two, Colton but Purdy. now
0: Shane Weaver is at third and Aaron Spidell is at second. But you've got the bottom of the batting order coming up. Purdy has struck out and grounded back to the mound. So he's 0 for 2. One away here in the sixth. Bears down by a run. 4 to 3. Infield in at the corners. Purdy. The pitch. Taken for a called strike. Boy, that was a nice pitch. He may not ever see another pitch like that again. To swing at. 0-1 the count to Colton. Steven Spidell is on deck. Zorodnik with runners at second and third. The 0-1. Swung on. Popped up on in the outfield. Going back is the outfielder Bennett and he caught it. Running back to the outfield. Weaver's gonna tag at third and come home to score. And now they're going to say Spidel was out at third, out at second. They said Spidel took off way too soon. I don't believe that call. I don't believe that call. We were looking right out at it. Spidel didn't tag up until Bennett caught the ball in center. The run will score. Justin McDowell is still out arguing the play. And we're tied at four on the force play at second base, but I can't believe that call. Four to four, and we're going to head into the bottom of the sixth inning. The Apple Creek Banking Company has remained independent for over 110 years. As a true community bank, Apple Creek Bank is invested in the communities it serves and the local businesses that operate in those communities. Stop in one of their six locations and see what community banking is all about. Shop local. Eat local. Bank local. The Apple Creek Banking Company. Locally owned. Community driven. Member FDIC. Equal housing lender. Well, an extremely controversial call, ending the top half of the sixth inning as the Bears, Aaron Spidell was was forced out at second base. We were looking right out at Bennett catching it, had a good eyeball at Spidell because it was right in our line of vision, and Spidell didn't leave until Bennett touched the ball in the glove. But the base umpire said that he left too soon, and the final out of the inning was recorded. But Weaver scored prior to the out being made, so that makes the score 4-4 to as we head into the bottom of the sixth inning. It will be 4, Chippewa, Drew Ellis leading it off, and then the top of the order. We're tied at 4, and what else would a chippewa be be like without a little controversy, too? And that pitch hangs upstairs for a ball. One and oh, the count to Ellis. He's one for two in the afternoon. Infield single and struck out. Schleybaugh swings, ground ball to second, picked up by Camacho to his right. Throws to first in time. Man, he's one cool cucumber, boy. When he grabs it. He takes plenty of time to throw to first base. One away, and it brings up Jerry Bennett. Bennett is single, doubled
2: fielder, six, fielder, Jerry and grounded
0: to first. He's had an excellent day at the plate, and he made an excellent play in the outfield in the last inning. Let's did a nice job of tracking down that fly ball by Purdy. And that pitch is a curved ball over the heart of the plate for a called strike. Bennett wasn't expecting Schleybaugh to lead him off with the curve. 0-1 the count. Luke Brown's on deck. And the 0-1 pitch to the plate. Another curve ball called. Strike two. Back-to-back curve balls from Schlebaugh. 0-2 the count. 0-2 0-2 the count now to Bennett, who steps out of the batter's box, taking his time. Gets back in. Schlebaugh shakes off a sign. Shakes off another one. And now Schleybaugh gets one to his liking. The 0-2 swung on and fouled over the first base side. Schlebaugh threw a fastball up high and in tight to Bennett. And he just got a piece of the bat on it. Count stays 0-2. Sixth inning, we're tied at four. That pitch swung on, fly ball, right field. Jarrett Wanzik coming over to near the line and grabs it. Two away.
2: Catcher, number ten, Luke Brown,
0: and it brings to the plate Luke Brown. He's flied to left, struck out, and walked. Oh for two in the ball game. Two away. In a 4-4 tie here in the sixth. Bears will have the bottom of the batting order coming up next inning. That pitch swung on and missed by Brown out in front. 0-1 the count. And the 0-1 pitch to the plate, down low, nice stop by Spidell. It was pretty obvious that Weaver scored that run before the force was made at second. I'm not even sure Spidell was gone at second by the time Bennett touched the ball, but we're still discussing that up here in the press box. 4-4 the score, 1-1 the count. That pitch is a called strike fastball at the knees to Brown. 1-2. Two and one and two, the count, two down. Into the wind is Schleyball, And the one two pitch curveball grounded wide of third and fouled on the left field side. And that one goes down into no man's land. And they'll just let it sit there. <laughs> one and two, the count, two down. Schlebaugh into the motion. And the pitch to the plate swung on a the line to Strasbaugh. And Nick grabs it for the third out of the inning. 1st two three inning of the ball game for Marcus Schlebaugh. No runs, no hits, no errors. Nobody left for Chippewa. We go to the seventh and your score. It is Chippewa 4, Waynedale 4. Great food and a relaxing atmosphere. A good time had by all. That's at the Fire and Ice Pub, just west of Fredericksburg. Spend time with friends after the game. Enjoy the food where you can build your own burger, showing off your creativity. Or try the pulled pork or the brisket. And every Thursday night, the Fire and Ice Pub is the place to be for half-price wing night. Open Tuesday through Sunday at 11, closed on Mondays. The Fire and Ice Pub, just west of Fredericksburg on County Road 92. Well, as we go to the seventh inning of play, it is 4-4 your score and your line score throughout these First six innings for Chippewa, four runs on nine hits. They have left seven on and committed three errors on the afternoon. For the Bears, they've got four runs on only two hits. They've left four men on and committed no errors this afternoon. 4-4 as we head to the seventh. Steven Spidel is the scheduled hitter. And we are going to have a pinch hitter for the Bears and that pinch hitter is going to be Jarrett Varner. Varner, number 11, will be pinch hitting for Steven Spidell. Varner on the year, the freshman, hitting three eighty nine on the year. So Jarrett Varner will lead it off, and then will come Jarrett Wanzek, the right fielder. And then the top of the order, Nick Strasbaugh, here in the seventh inning of play, where you are tied at four. Zorodnik settled down through the second, through the fifth inning, but the last couple innings, he's had some problems, and he throws that first pitch to Varner for a called strike. Owen won the count. Varner, right-handed hitter, to the freshman, had a good game against. Hillsdale takes that pitch for a called strike over the outside corner. Boy, if Schlebaugh could have got that call all afternoon, this game wouldn't be tied at four. 0-2 the count now to Varner. And the pitch swung on and fouled back and out of play. And the count stays at 0-2. Zarodnik. Gets the sign to his liking, and the 0-2 pitch swung on, popped up on the infield. Sales puts the glove up, can't find it, drops to the right of it. Sales tried to fight the sky and couldn't find the ball right at second base, and it dropped just to the left of it, within two feet of it. He just could not find it up in that sky. We talked about the sky being high. Now Varner... Who was on, you got to give him a base hit because Sales never touched the ball, even though that's one of those gray areas. Now Clay Miller will come out and pinch run for Varner. That's just the third hit of the game by the Bears. So Clay Miller, the go-ahead run at first base, nobody down. Oh, and one the count to Strasbach. Go-ahead run is at second in Clay Miller, one away. Pitch swung on. Grounded is short again. Ellis picks it up. He's going to throw over in time to get Straspaugh. Miller's going to go to third, and he's going to be tagged out. What in the world? I'm not sure what Miller was thinking, and Justin McDonald is just going to walk away. Justin McDonald just walks away. Miller tried to take third on the throw to first, and he is cut down at third. So Straspaugh grounds out, and then Clay Miller is thrown out. One, three, five, trying to advance on the play. So in the inning, the Bears get no runs on one base hit. They leave nobody on base. As we head to the bottom of the seventh, it is Chippewa four, Waynedale four. Need a satisfying snack on the go? In your car and don't want to stop long? For over 25 years, the Apple Creek Drive-Thru has been servicing the public and been a supporter of Waynedale athletics. Like the Bears, the Apple Creek Drive-Thru has a history of tradition and hard work. Just stay in your vehicle and cruise in. At the Apple Creek Drive-Thru, every beverage and snack need is met with prompt, courteous service. Located at 23 Main Street in downtown Apple Creek, Art Weaver at the Apple Creek Drive-Thru wishes the Wayndale Golden Bears the best of luck.
3: Make the greener siding choice for your home. Seamless Siding from Miller Custom Exteriors. We're the original ABC Seamless Guys, and our siding is made of 100% American-made steel, the most recycled material in the world. I'm Miller Custom Exteriors President Lauren Miller. Our slightly obsessive Amish heritage guarantees you a phenomenal siding job guaranteed or we'll fix it free. Call Miller Custom Exteriors today for ABC seamless siding, the green siding choice. 1-800-589-4905 or visit us online at millercustomexteriors.com.
0: Well, now it's sudden death just like the sectional championship game was a year ago when the chip scored a run in the bottom of the seventh to end up winning it. They've got an opportunity to do it again here. We're tied up at four. Zach Bailey, Trent Harrell, and P.J. Suso. And what the heck. Might as well face the best three. Bailey takes the first pitch outside for a ball. 1-0 the count. He has flied to left, flied to center, singled right up the middle. One for three in the ballgame. And he... At that point in time, that was the go-ahead RBI. Next pitch swung on and fouled down the left field side. And the count evens at 1-1. One and one. This is just what we thought it would be. Maybe not the way the game has gone, but even Steven at 4 apiece. That pitch curveball swung on and grounded at first. Weaver picks it up, flips it over to Schleybaugh covering in time for the out. So Zaley, Bailey... Grounds out to first
2: base. First base then number one away.
0: And it brings up Trent Harrell. Harrell had the home run in the first inning. Struck out looking. Grounded to third. One for three. But that one is a big one. Harrell with number 24 in the back of his white Chippewa uniform. One down here in the... Seventh inning, curveball swung on, fly ball, center field. Going back is riding ball, plenty of room, and he's got it. Two away, Harold gave it a ride, but it wasn't deep enough. Two down, and it brings up P.J. Suso. Wind was blowing to right when he hit that ball. That may have knocked it down a little bit, because it sounded good coming off the bat. Suso. He's got a home run today also. He is two for three in the ball game and wasn't for an excellent play by Ryan Weaver in left field, he'd be three for three. Two down, and that pitch is low and outside for a ball. Ray Sales is on deck, and Sales has had a good day at the plate also. 1-0 the count. Two down here in the bottom of the seventh. We're tied at four. Into the wind is Schleyball in the pitch. Swung on, fly ball out into right center field. Jarrett Wanzick giving chase, runs back, got the catch! Nice play by Jarrett Wanzick, running to his right and backhanded it up against the fence to end the seventh inning. So another one, two, three inning by Schlebaugh here in the bottom of the seventh as we head to the eighth. Here we go again. It's Chippewa 4, Wayndale 4. The Major League Baseball season has begun, and that can mean only one thing. What's that? Why, the return of the Ohio Baseball Weekly Show on UltimateSportsTalk.com, of course. I'm Dave Mitchell. Join Mark Donahue and I as we return for our sixth season to discuss the goings-on with the Cleveland Indians and Cincinnati Reds. Every Monday night at 9 p.m., Mark and I will discuss both teams and the stories surrounding the game. Join us this coming Monday night at 9 for the Ohio Baseball Weekly Show, only on UltimateSportsTalk.com. What a great play by Jarrett Wanzek to end that seventh inning of play, and we're going to go into extra innings now. Tied at four apiece. Wayne Dale got off the in the first inning with a three-run homer by Shane Weaver. They led it 3-0, heading into the bottom of the first. But then Trent Harrell added a two-run homer of his own to make it 3-2. It stayed that way until the third when the chips... Evened it up at 3 apiece. Then they took the lead at 4-3 to in the bottom of the 4th inning. The Bears came back to score a run in the 6th inning on a crazy play to tie it up at 4, and that's where we're at right now. And Ryan Weaver will lead it off. Weaver has been hit with a pitch twice and reached on an error. So he's 0-1 today. And the pitch is a called strike over the outside corner. And the count is 0-1. Curious call, but Weaver looked back at the home plate umpire. 0-1 the count. And that pitch called strike two over the outside corner. I'm going to say it again. If Schleyball would have been getting those calls, this wouldn't be a 4-4 game. 0-2 the count. And that pitch is outside. For a ball, one and two, the count. Evan Reidenbaugh is on deck. Then comes Shane Weaver. And the one two to Ryan Weaver, swung on and fouled over on the left side and out of play. And the count staying at one and two. We are tied up at four, going extra innings. And now Ryan Weaver calls time. Ben Hines is out changing the defensive alignment. That pitch is outside. And the count is two and two. Zarodnik has been better today when he's challenged the hitters instead of trying to nibble. Two and two the count to Weaver. And the pitch to the plate, swung on it, grounded wide of first, through the first base coach's box down the line. And the count stays two and two. Brandon Giles, the Bears' first base coach, chases that one down and gets it to Zorodnik. Two balls, two strikes, the count to Ryan Weaver. Came into the game. And he takes that one, a called strike three. Turns and walks away. One away. That's the fourth strike out of the ball game for Zorodnik. And it brings up Evan Ridenbaugh. Ridenbaugh, 0 for 3 in the day. And that's a called strike over the outside corner. 0 and 1 the count. And the pitch to the plate. That one is swung and lined down the left field. Line, foul! Ridenbaugh just got ahead of that curveball. And the count now is 0-2. Shane Weaver on deck. Reidenbaugh reached on a fielder's choice. Came around to score on the home run by Weaver. Then bounced into a 4-6-3 double play. And right back to the mound his last time up. 0-2 the count. Zorodnik with one away. That pitch is outside. Zorodnik upset at himself on that pitch turned and walked off to the side of the mound. One and two. We're in the eighth tied at four. Into the wind and the one-two pitch down low. Ball two. Two balls, two strikes, the count. Game two will be Rittman and Manchester. That'll get underway about a half an hour after this one. Into the wind, Zorodnik. The 2-2 pitch swung on, popped up into short right field. Coming out is Bennett going back is Sales, and the ball is going to drop. And ball will just hold it first. Bennett came in, couldn't come up with it. Bailey came over. Sales couldn't find it. It just dropped into the Bermuda Triangle. And ball is on with a base hit. First
2: baseman, number 42, Shane Weaver.
0: That is just... The fourth hit of the game by the Bears, and it brings up Shane Weaver. He was hit by a pitch his last time up, and now Ben Himes is going to come to the mound. And again, he just wants to talk to Zorodnik on his own and not with Luke Brown. You may see that once, but you don't normally see it twice. But Ben Himes, now he's going to pull. He's going to pull Zerodnik. That's going to be it. Trent Harrell going to come in and pitch for. The Chips, and for Zorodnik, that will be it here in the ballgame as they will change the pitcher. He goes seven and a third innings in this ballgame. Just an outstanding job by Zorodnik. In the ball game. he gives up just four base hits, gave up four runs, walked only one, hit two batters, Check that. I don't think he walked anybody now as I look this over. Did not walk anybody. He hit three batters in the ballgame and ended up striking out four in the contest. So a good line score for Zorodnik. Bailey will come in and play first base from right field. And they will put Hugland out in right field. They've done this before when they brought Harrell in to replace Zorodnik against the Bears, but Weaver will be the hitter. Ben Himes evidently did not want to go lefty on righty with Weaver in that time. So Harrell will come in and pitch now for the Chips in this 4 4 ball game. He's the right hander. Harrell has pitched a couple of times against the Bears and done an outstanding job in relief. So Bailey will go from right field to first base. And Huglin will go out to right field. So Rydenbaugh is at first base after he hit that one out into right center field. Boy, Sales just couldn't come up with it. He just put it in the perfect spot. And there's one down. I'll check that Henniger was going to be.
2: Henniger will be going to right field. Number 32, so Harold
0: Brady. comes in to pitch And he's taking His warm-ups Right now And he will face off against Shane Weaver Not sure how many warm-ups he gets Seems like he's taking an awful lot Now he's done And it will bring up Shane Weaver to the plate So the Bears have the go-ahead run at first base
2: 20, 20, 20, 20, 20, 20, 20, 20.
0: Nice job of pitching here this afternoon by Greg Zorodnik. He could have folded up the tent and gone home after that first inning, but he did a great job of battling. Wind blowing out towards right field for Weaver. The pitch is a called strike over the outside corner. 0-1 the count. Aaron Spidell is on deck. Reidenbaugh, not much of a lead off first base, just a couple of steps. The pitch to Weaver bounces it up the middle. And it will go into center field, gets by Ellis. And holding at second base will be Rydenbaugh. Seeing eye single by Shane Weaver. Right into center field. And Rydenbaugh is at second base and that brings up Aaron Spidell. Runners at first and second, one down. Spidell is one for three in the afternoon. Had a single to center his last time up. Go-ahead run is at second base in Evan Ridenbaugh. Spidell, one foot in, one foot out of the batter's box now. Steps in, Harold comes set. And the pitch is a calm strike over the outside corner. I don't mean to laugh, but that thing was at least six inches off the outside corner. 0-1 0-1 the count. And the pitch to the plate. That one is swung on and missed and ball in the dirt. 1-1 the count. 0-2, excuse me. Keep thinking that first pitch was a ball, which it was. 0-2 the count. To Spidell. Runners getting their leads. And the pitch. Swung on and missed, strike three. Three pitches, three strikes. Two down, and it brings to the plate Schleybaugh. Marcus with a chance to help himself. Runners at first and second. Two down now, here in the eighth. We're tied at four. Schleybaugh, 0 for 2 in the ballgame with a sacrifice. Harrell comes set, and the pitch is outside for a ball. 1-0 the count. Two down here in the eighth inning. We're in extra innings. Coming set is Harrell. There goes the runner at second. And that's a pitch swung on. Fly ball out to right field. Henninger's coming in. And he can't get it. Rainbow will come around second and score. And now stepping into the box is Purdy. And he fouled tips one right off of the knee protector of Luke Brown and over to the third base side. Owen won the count. Purdy, his last time out. Fly to center, and that started that crazy situation in the sixth. Which the Bears ended up tying the ball game. 0-1 pitch, curveball. Nice pitch over the outside corner, 0-2. 0-2 the count. Weavers at second. Schleybaugh at first. 0-2 the count. Winner plays tomorrow at 5. And the pitch from Harolds Curveball swung on. Nice job by Purdy to hang in there against that tough curveball. Fouled it back and the count stays 0-2. Steven Spidell is on deck. Coming set is Harrell. And the 0-2 pitch to Purdy. Swung on and foul tipped in and out of the glove of the catcher Brown. And the count stays 0-2. Two down. Weaver getting the lead off a of second, getting a good lead off the bag. And the 0-2 pitch to Purdy, swung on a miss. That time Brown held on to it. And that'll do it for the Bears here in the inning. But in the inning, they come up with one big run on three base hits. They leave two men on and no Chippewa errors. As we head to the bottom of the eighth, your score, it is Waynedale 5 and the Chips 4. Yoder Builders in Orville is your full-service construction firm, specializing in new residential construction, remodeling, finished basements, and masonry work. Looking for a new sunroom or deck? Yoder Builders in Orville offers uncompromising customer satisfaction on every job, from the ground up to a new house and everything else. Yoder Builders in Orville, a member of the HBA and proud supporter of Waynedale Athletics. Yoder Builders 330-684-1050. Well, here we go. Three outs and the Bears will advance to the game tomorrow afternoon at 5 o'clock. But the way this thing has gone all afternoon, you almost expect to play even longer. It is five to 5-4, Waynedale. These two teams came into this game about as equally matched as you have ever seen two teams in high school baseball. They split two games this year and this one is going into extra innings. They tied for the league championship. They virtually had the same overall record. The Bears were 20 and 4, Chipwell was 19 and 4. And here in the bottom of the eighth inning, Ray Sales will lead it off, then Hugland and then Suso. Schleybaugh has settled down over the last couple innings. And now the Chips have got their backs to the wall. As we head into this bottom of the eighth inning of play. The winner plays tomorrow afternoon at 5 o'clock right back here at Norway. For the district title against the winner of the second game between Rittman and Manchester. And Manchester was the number one seed. Sales leading it off is two for two in the ball game with a walk. Schleybaugh into the wine. And the first pitch. Strike right down the heart of the plate. 0-1 the count. Hugland and Suso for the chips. 5-4 Waynedale lead here in the eighth. And that pitch, curveball swung on and blooped down the left field line and out of play. Right into the pile of sand behind the bullpen over on the left field side. 0-2 the count. Schleybaugh looking for the complete game. And his eighth win of the year. Marcus into the wind in the 0-2 pitch to Ray Sales Fastball just upstairs. One and two the count. That is the way he was pitching the batters against Chippewa back on April 19th in the 4-2 victory. He'd go upstairs on an 0-2 count. That pitch, curveball, swung on, grounded to Spidell at third. Picks it up, couple of steps, throws it into the dirt, and by Weaver at first base, but Wanzick was backing it up. So Sales reaches on the first air of the ball game by the Bears. So the leadoff man is on board in Ray Sales. Nobody down.
2: Fielder number five, Ken- yeah.
0: And now Henniger is going to be the hitter. So Henniger will step in. He came in and replaced. So Hugland is out of the ball game as the DH is. Henniger is pinch inning and he's going to bunt and that pitch is upstairs for a ball. Boy, and Sales was way off first base. I think Spidell wanted to throw it to first. But he didn't dare. So Henniger, the pinch hitter, and he's up there for one thing only, and that's the bunt. 1-0 and o the count. Now he squares. And that pitch is for a called strike, taken for a strike. 1-1 one and one the count. Vince Suso's on deck. And then the bottom of the order, Drew Ellis. 1-1 one and one the count. Sales getting a good lead, about a four-step lead at first. Throw to first base, back in time though, as sails with a head first dive. One and one, the count. Coming set is Schleybaugh, and the pitch, squaring to bunt, bunted at it and missed. And the count now is one and two to Henniger. One ball, two strikes the count. Sale still at first base. If Schlebaugh stays with his form, he'll go with a high fastball here. One and two the count. Come set. And that's a time called by the batter, Henniger. One and two the count. It'll remain. Now Schlebaugh up on top of the hill as Henniger now steps back into the batter's box. Sales about a four-step lead at first. Coming set is Schlebaugh. Sales holds. That's a fastball upstairs. Just what we thought. Two and two. This is the game plan that Schlebaugh had on April 19th, the 4-2 victory. Two and two the count. Schlebaugh comes set. Sales holds. That pitch is off. Yeah, what in the world? The last inning, that was a strike on two consecutive pitches. And that pitch, they call it outside for a ball. Three and two. Wow. Sales gets the lead. And the payoff pitch to the plate. Called strike three that time. Henniger says... That was the same pitch the pitch before, and you know what? He's right. It was the same pitch the pitch before that was a ball, and that time he called it a strike.
2: So Henniger goes
0: down looking, but he wins the argument because he was right. That's the fifth strikeout here this afternoon. One down, sales still at first, and it brings up Suso. And the pitch to the plate swung on. Fly ball over into right center field. And that's going to drop in for a base hit. Holding at first at second base is Sales. Reidenbach couldn't catch up with it. Neither could Wanzick, And it dropped in for a base hit. So Suso reaches on the hit. Runners at first and second. And it brings up Drew Ellis. And now Justin McDowell is going to go out and talked with the home plate umpire and I think he's going to make a switch here. Schleybaugh has thrown a lot of pitches here this afternoon. And now the not sure if he is going to make a change or not. He went right to the home plate umpire and talked to him. And now I think he is going to just leave Schleba in the ball game. One thing about it Schleba's got you here is as, as Really, as poorly as he has pitched, based upon what he has done throughout the rest of the season. He's your horse. You rode him this far, you might as well ride him the rest of the way. And that's what I think Justin McDonald is going to do. He's going to leave him into the ball game as now the meeting on the mound will break up. Sales is at second. He's at second. Suso's at first. Drew Ellis is the number nine hitter. He is one for three on the ball game, and then comes the top of the order in Jerry Bennett. We are in the eighth inning. It is a 5-4 Waynedale lead. Coming set is Schlebaugh. And the pitch to Ellis is high and outside for a ball. One to no the count? Schlebaugh is still popping the glove. He is still throwing the baseball pretty hard. But he has not been able to command that outside pitch. The 1-0 pitch. Swung on. Fly ball down the right field side. And that'll go out of play. Over to the batting cages where Rittman is set up over there. Waiting to get out on the field and warm up for the second game. 1-1 one and one the count. One down. Here in the bottom of the eighth. Wayndale leads at 5-4. Schleybaugh comes set. And the pitch to Ellis. Swung on and grounded right back through the box. Picked up by Slate. Strasbaugh steps on second for the out. Throw back to first base, not in time, throw to home plate. In this one, that pitch is swung on and tapped to first base. To Zach Bailey, he'll pick it up and run to the bag himself to complete the out. So one away and it brings up Jarrett Wanzick. Right
2: fielder number twenty-three, Jarrett Wanzick.
0: Wanzick on the afternoon. Has reached on an error, struck out, and sacrificed. So he is 0 for 2 in the afternoon. Wanzik, the right fielder, has made an outstanding play in the outfield today. And that pitch is a curveball that hangs inside. Wanzik turns away from it. 1-0 the count. And on the 1-0 pitch from Harrell is upstairs on a nice fastball. 2-0. and 0. And the 2-0 pitch to the plate. That's a nice tailing fastball that breaks over the inside corner. 2-1 the count now to Wanzick. Harrell moves quickly, and that pitch is bunted up the first base side and goes foul. And the count evens at 2-2. Wanzick tried to catch them by surprise with Bailey playing deep at first base, and he tried to push it up the first base side, but it went foul. 2-2 the count now. Harrell, into the motion. And the 2-2 pitch to Jarrett Wanzek. Swung on and fouled over to the first base side. Over near Ty Straits is standing down there next to the dugout. And the count stays 2-2, two and two, and that pitch is down low, ball three. Harrell loves to work quickly, and the Bears are letting him do it. 3-2. and two. Into the wind is Harrell. And the payoff pitch. Curve ball called strike three. Boy, Wanzick was caught looking. 1-0 the count to Strasbaugh, And that's a curve ball over at the knees for a called strike. 1-1. One and one, Ryan Weaver's on deck. One ball, one strike. The count. And that pitch swung on and popped foul over to the right side. Zach Bailey's going to give chase over near the fence, but it'll go out of play into the stands. And the count now is one and two. Two men down here in the ninth. We are tied at five. Game going on almost two hours and 20 minutes. Into the wind is Harrell. The one-two pitch. Boy, that's a breaking pitch that did not even break. Went way behind (laughs) Strauss was one of those pitches where he didn't even have to move. It was so far behind him. he didn't have to worry about it. Two and two the count. Now's where you come with a low outside fastball. Two and two. And there is a curveball. And Strasbaugh rounds it into the hole. Ellis, nice backhanded stop. But he has got no chance to get Strasbaugh, And Nick is on at first base on the infield single. Two down. Strasbaugh at first base. And let's see what happens here because he's Playing with that pulled hammy. He's got 15 stolen bases on the year, and let's see if Justin McDowell wants to take a shot here with Weaver up. Weaver's been hit by two pitches today. And the pitch, he squares, takes a pitch over the inside corner for a called strike, and Nick did not look like he was going anywhere. Owen won the count. Very short lead for Strasbaugh is what he normally gets, and he's holding. And that pitch is upstairs for a ball, one and one. Rydenbaugh is on deck. One and one, the count. Strasbaugh is holding. And that pitch swung on and popped up on the infield, coming over is P.J. Suso in foul territory near the line, and grabs it for the third out of the inning. So the Bears go down quietly here in the ninth, and as we head to the bottom of the ninth, your score it is still Waynedale five and Chippewa has got
3: College football's only two-time Heisman Trophy winner, Ohio State's Archie Griffin, on educational athletics.
1: High school sports are about so much more than wins and losses. Interscholastic athletics are an extension of the classroom and teach life lessons that truly completes a young person's education. Interscholastic athletics
3: help give young men and women the tools they need to be successful in the biggest game of all, the game of life. A message from the Ohio High School Athletic Association. perform for our high school choir director, who taught me to breathe from the
0: diaphragm and sing from the heart.
1: Speech, debate, theater, music, the performing arts teach valuable life lessons that typically aren't taught in the classroom. They help high school students learn leadership skills that prepare them to enjoy more satisfying, productive lives. Hey, I've got a question for you. Who will you perform for? This message presented by the Ohio High School Athletic Association and the high school in your community.
0: Well, Marcus Schlebaugh ought to work his ninth inning. He can work two more innings because of the ten-inning rule, if possible. 5-5 as we are here in the bottom of the ninth inning, and it will be Luke Brown, Zach Bailey, and Trent Harrell, the two, three, and four hitters for the Chippewa Chips. Sudden death is where we're at right now. A run by the chips, and this game is over, and they will move into tomorrow afternoon's 5 o'clock game. Brown on the day, 0 for 3. He's popped out twice and struck out. But Brown coming into this game was 3 for 7 on the year against Wayndale. Brown, right-handed hitter against Marcus Schlebaugh. Bears went quietly in the top of the ninth. That pitch swung on, popped up, right behind home plate. Spidell can't find it. Schleybaugh's going to call for it in between the mound and home, and Schleybaugh grabs it for the first out. So Brown pops out to the mound. Aaron Spidell big took big off and the three mask, but could not pick exactly. up the ball off the bat. One away. And it will bring up Zach Bailey. Bailey, nothing, he's reached on a single, grounded to first, flied to center, and flied to left. So he's one for four here today. Left-handed hitter. We're tied at five. And the pitch to the plate, curveball down low and inside, 1-0. oh. Trent Harrell is on deck. 1-0 and the count. To Bailey. Schleybaugh. The 1-0 pitch is over the outside corner for a called strike. 1-1. and One ball, one strike ball working for the first base side of the rubber. Curveball swung on topped to foul to the backstop by Bailey. He was way out in front of that curveball offering. One and two. One ball, two strikes, the count to the now first baseman for the chip, Zach Bailey. And the pitch swung on and tapped foul, stayed alive on a nice offering. And then Harrell, who was throwing the ball out to Marcus Schlebaugh, overthrew him by about 10 feet. It almost looked like that pitch he threw to Strasbaugh. One and two the count. Now Schleybaugh doesn't like the ball he got from Harrell and exchanges balls with the home plate umpire. One and two the count. One down here in the ninth. Into the windish is ball And the pitch swung on and fouled. Back and out of play again by Bailey. Count stays one and two. Just what you expected out of these two teams here this afternoon. One and two the count. And the pitch to Bailey. In tight, jammed him, rolls it up the first base side to Weaver. He'll step on the bag. Two away. And it brings up Trent Harrell. And you gotta be careful here because Harrell can end this ball game with one swing. And now, now what do we have? We've got the first base umpire coming up the line. He's gonna talk to the home plate umpire. And I think, what are they going to call it? A foul ball? Now they're saying it was a foul ball. Now Justin McDowell is going to come out. And, no, now they're not going to allow it. I think Zach Bailey said that the home plate umpire said that it had hit him in foul territory. And the base umpire came down and said no, it did not. So the out is completed. And it brings up Trent Harrell. And the two-out pitch. curveball, swung on and missed by Harrell. Owen won the count. D.J. Suso is on deck.
2: Number eight center fielder Evan so
0: Evan Ridenball will lead it off against Harrell. And that pitch is swung on and fouled straight back. Owen won the count. Weaver is on deck. Talked with Ben Himes before this game, the Chippewa coach, and we both agreed it was going to be a war, and that's what it is. And that's a curveball that breaks over the inside corner. turned, was backing out of the batter's box and couldn't believe it was a strike, but that did break over the inside corner, 0-2. And the fastball swung on, popped up over to the left field side. Suso's going to give chase, but it'll drop over near the fence. And the count stays 0-2. Suso chases it down and gets it back to Harrell on the mound. Harrell does not take much time in between pitches. Rydenbaugh steps back in and the 0-2 pitch from Harrell. Curveball swung on and tapped the third. Suso gets by him. Ellis backs it up though. Throws to first base is in time. Excellent play by Drew Ellis at short. He was behind Suso. It got underneath his glove. Ellis backhanded it and threw to first base in time to get Rydenbaugh for the out. One away, and it brings up Shane Weaver. Weaver today is Homered. Hit by a pitch, singled, and grounded to second. So he is one for three in the or two for three in the afternoon. We're in a five-five tie, and that pitch is swung on and bounced to second. Picked up by sales on a hop. Throws to first in time. So Weaver grounds the second. Two away. And it brings to the plate Aaron Spidell. Spidell in the afternoon is one for four with a strikeout. And the two-out pitch from Trent Harrell. That's a curveball that doesn't break, and it hits Spidell right in the back. Caught him right in the lower back just above the belt. So Spidell reaches on the hit batsman. That's the fourth batter that has been hit this afternoon by Waynedale. First one by Harrell. And it brings Marcus Schleyball up to the plate. Runner at first base. Schleyball on the afternoon is one for three. Grounded to third and short, sacrificed, and singled his last time up. Matter of fact, he singled in the go ahead, the go ahead run in the eighth inning. That pitch is taken upstairs by Schleibau. One or another the count. Spidel holds. That pitch is upstairs again. Ball two. Two and the count now to Schleyball. Two down here in the tenth. We're tied at five. Getting the lead off is Spidel. There he goes. Curveball up in the air and Brown can't bring it out of his glove. So Spidel is now at second base after the stolen base and he had a huge jump against Harrell. And the count now is three and zero. to Schleybaugh as that pitch was upstairs. On deck is Colton Purdy coming set is Harrell and the pitch that's a called strike over the outside corner Schleyball was taking all the way 3 and 1 to count now coming set is Harrell getting the lead short lead off at second is Spidel. that pitch is a curveball upstairs ball 4 Schleyball walks runners at first and second and it brings Colton Purdy up to the plate Purdy struck out his last time up he struck out twice today he's 0 for 4 go-ahead run is at second base in Aaron Spidell. Purdy, right-handed hitter. Steps in and Harrell comes set. Pitch, curve ball over the out inside corner for a called strike. 0-1 the count. Harrell's got a nice fastball, but he's been staying mainly with the curve ball in this inning. That pitch, curveball swung on and missed. 0-2. And the ball gets away, going to third is Spidel, and he goes in, stand, goes in sliding. Spidel steals third, holding at first base was Schlebaugh. two down, zero to two the count now to Purdy. Boy, the surprise play here would be if Purdy drops down a bunt with two strikes. There goes the runner. That pitch is swung on and fouled back behind home plate. Schleyball was trying to go to second base. They may be trying to get Schlebaugh hung up in a rundown and try to score Spidell from third. Coming set is Harrell. Schleyball holds. That pitch is swung on on a curveball and fouled down the right side and out of play. Again up against the Batting cages. And that ball may be lost because it's right on top of the cage. 0-2 the count. Schleybaugh getting a good lead at first base. There he goes. That pitch is taken down low. No throw to second base as Brown did a nice job of stopping the ball down low. And the count is 1-2. and 2. One ball, two strikes the count. Runners at second and third. Steven Spidell is on deck. Harrell out of the wind now. And the pitch down low. Ball two. Two and two the count. To Colton Purdy. Right-handed hitter. Harrell out of the wind. And the 2-2 pitch. Swung on. Swung on and missed. Brown dropped the ball but picks it up and throws to first base to complete the strikeout. So that will do it for the Bears here in the 10th inning of play. We go to the bottom of the 10th from Chippewa, or from Norwayne High School, excuse me, it is Chippewa 5 and Wayndale. Five. Schools around Ohio take their sports very seriously. A possible concussion is also something to take very seriously. It's the law of the land with the passage of Ohio House Bill 143. This is Randy Reinhart with a reminder that OHSAA member schools and all youth sports organizations must follow state law when a possible concussion has been sustained. Please remember that multiple concussions in a short amount of time can be fatal. For symptoms and the OHSAA's concussion policy, log on to OHSAA.org and click on Sports Medicine. Back here at Norwayne High School as we are going into the bottom of the 10th inning. And this will be the last inning that Schlebaugh can throw here today. Now the question is, who would, if he gets through this inning, who would Justin McDowell go with? Evan Reidenbaugh or Parker Snyder? He could also go with Manny Camacho, but that would be a surprise. He's their fourth starter. 5-5 here in the bottom of the 10th inning. And for Chippewa, it will be PJ Suso, Ray Sales, and Kenny Henniger. Sales, excuse me, Suso today. He's had a big day. Two for four, Homer, a single. And one of the two outs that he had was a loud out to left field that Ryan Weaver came in and Potted on his shoe tops. Otherwise, he'd be three for four here today.
2: So Suso will lead it off.
0: You're in the bottom of the tenth. The winner plays tomorrow at five. Right back here at Norway. And whoever wins this deserves it. These two teams played twice this year and split 7-6 to and 4-2 to Chippewa won the first game 7-6 to at home. Waynedale won the next night at Waynedale. Swung on and missed by Suso Owen won the count. Boy he hit he hit a ball out to left center and that's where the wind is blowing out to right now left center earlier in the game they went over the left center field fence for a home run. Owen won the pitch upstairs One and one the count now. Ray Sales is on deck. One and one the count. And the pitch curve ball hangs inside. Two and one. I would be interested in knowing just how many pitches Schlebaugh has thrown here this afternoon. It has been a ton. The OHSAA talking about going to a pitch count next year instead of an inning pitched rule. That pitch swung on, lined out the left field. Weaver coming in and grabs it to his right for one away. Boy, Suso lined that thing right to left field. But Weaver, right there to make the play. One away, and it brings up Ray Sales. Sales, two for two in the afternoon. He's reached on an air. Two singles and a walk. And the one out pitch swung on and missed on a nice sweeping breaking ball by nice Schleyball, one, oh, and one the count. Sales had a good day here today. Oh, and one the count. Henniger is on deck. And that pitch swung on, fly ball, left field, and it will carry out a play down the left field side. And of course, as the later we get, the more people we're getting here because the Manchester people are here and so are the Ripman people. There are no lights here at the baseball field. That's why they had to start this game at two o'clock to get both games in. Now the wind blowing out the center field. We said it was swirling. 0-2, the pitch to Sales upstairs, and that's been the modus operandi for Schleybaugh. We've talked about it when he gets ahead, two strikes. He normally comes upstairs to the Chippewa hitters. The 1-2 pitch curveball just broke up high. 2-2 two two the count. Two balls, two strikes the count. Now to Sales. Into the wind is ball. And the 2-2 swung on and fouled straight back. Came back with a fastball. And the pitch down low. Two and one the count now. To Henniger. Vince Suso is on deck. Two down here in the bottom of the tenth. A run by Chippewa wins it. And that pitch is a called strike. Two and two. That, That did look low. But the way this strike zone has been all day, you never know what is a strike and what is a ball. Two and two the count. Two down to Henniger, and the pitch to the plate, swung on him, miss, strike three, that'll do it for Schlebaugh, he'll end up with seven strikeouts on the afternoon, we'll go to the 11th, and your score, it is still, Waynedale 5, and Chippewa 5.
3: I perform for our high school choir director, who taught me to breathe from the diaphragm and sing from the heart.
1: Speech, debate, theater, music the performing arts teach valuable life lessons that typically aren't taught in the classroom they help high school students learn leadership skills that prepare them to enjoy more satisfying productive lives
2: hey i've
1: got a question for you who will you perform for this message presented by the ohio high school athletic association and the high school in your community
0: well it might be the battle of attrition here depending upon who who wins this game trent harrell comes back out and he's going to throw again for the chips here in this inning. And Brandon Giles and Justin McDowell are over near the first base dugout talking about who do we throw next. Will it be Parker Snyder or will it be Evan Reidenbaugh? And I don't see anybody warming up down the right side for the Bears as of yet. Parker Snyder's been outstanding this year. But we'll see what the Bears decide to do. Right now, they've got to worry about the bats. Spidel, Wanzick, and Strasbaugh are the scheduled hitters for the Bears here in the top of the eleventh inning.
2: Leading off the eleventh inning. We are tied at five. five
0: Spidel will we'll lead it off. Spidel in the afternoon is 0 for two here today. 0 for 3, excuse me. He bounced out to first his last time up. And the pitch to Spidell is down low and in the dirt. Harrell, the 1-0 pitch to the plate. That one's low and outside for a ball also. 2-0 the count. Spidell came into the game hitting 293 on the year of the junior playing third today because Schleyball was pitching. And the 2-0 is down low, 3-0. Jarrett Wanzik is on deck. Spidell way ahead in the count. And the pitch, that's a fastball right down Main Street for 3-1. Three balls, one strike, the count. To Steven Spidell. And that pitch is down low, ball four. The leadoff man is aboard
2: for the Bears
0: in Steven Spidell. And they will not pinch run for him because they've already pinched it for him. If they take him out, he's out of the game. Of course, Schlebaugh, I think, will be moving to third at the end of this inning anyway. Jarrett Wanzik is up to the plate, and you know what he'll be there to do here in the 11th. And he squares the bunt, bunts it up the third base side foul. So Wanzek looking to bunt to move the runner along. I would think if the Bears get the lead, Rydenball would be the one to come in and pitch. If it's tied, my guess is they'll go with Snyder. Coming set is Harold, getting the lead off first base is out. Squaring is Wanzek, and he bunts it foul. 0-2 the count now. No balls, two strikes, the count. 0-2. Now let's see if Justin McDowell will take the bunt off. Suso's going to drop back at third now. Not expecting the bunt. And he's not bunting, and that pitch is upstairs, ball one. 1-2, and two the count. Spidell at first base. Steven Spidel getting a short lead. The 1-2 swung on and grounded to second. Sales. He's will go right through his glove and into center field. Sales wanted to shovel it over to Ellis at second to try to do the double play. And he let it go right underneath him and into center field. That's the second error of the day against Sales. And that's the fourth error of the day against... Chippewa. So Steven Spidel is at second, top of the order, and Nick Strasbaugh up with nobody down. Runners at first and second. Strasbaugh squaring to bunt. Ball gets behind the catcher Brown as Strasbaugh pulled the bat back and it takes it down low, but nobody can advance. This would be the shock of the year if Strasbaugh bunts. One and zero the count. He's squaring to bunt. Harrell, now the throwback to second base. Goes into center field, but it can't go anywhere. It bounced off the bag and goes out into short left center. And Spidell's just going to hold right at second. So Strasbaugh, he is squared to bunt on the first two pitches infield coming in at the corners he's swearing to bunt again and now Harrell Harrell turns around to throw the Wayndale dugout was yelling bulk so is Justin McDowell I didn't see Harrell do anything coming set is Harrell and the pitch to the plate and the ball gets by the catcher Brown it's gonna bounce all the way around to the right-hand side and holding a third will be Spidell the ball hit on the left side of the backstop and bounced around to the first base side. And now the count is 2-0 and on Strasbaugh, and now they'll take the bunt off. 2-0 and to Strasbaugh. Weaver is on deck. First base is open. Wanzik is at second. Infield will come in for Chippewa. And the pitch swung on it, grounded wide of third and foul by Nick. And Nick would love to have that pitch back. Two and one the count. Ryan Weaver's on deck. Two and one the count. And now Ben Himes wants to take time. And he's going to go out and chat with Trent Harrell. Now the umpire is going to get together with Ben Himes. And I think he's checking to see if he's got another visit left with Trent Harrell. And he, I believe he does, and now he'll go out and talk with Harold. Strasbaug ahead in the count, two balls, one strike. And now the entire infield is gonna come out with Himes as he talks things over with Harrell. Give us an opportunity to let you know about the Ohio baseball weekly show on tonight. Mark Donahue and I will be on the air at nine o'clock. Be talking about the Indians and the Reds playing. In a game that will be getting underway in about an hour and ten minutes or so. This one got underway here at 2 o'clock this afternoon. We're working on a three-hour ball game, but we're in the 11th inning, so this game has really skipped along nicely. We're tied at five, but the Bears have the go-ahead runs at third and at second. Strasbaugh. now they're going to go ahead and intentionally walk him. So Straspaugh... Goes to first base on the intentional walk. So now the bases are loaded, nobody out, and Ryan Weaver is up. Weaver, his last time up, fouled out to third. Infield will play in for Chippewa, trying to cut down the run at home. And the pitch to Weaver, up high and outside for a ball. 1-0 the count. What a game this has been, and now we're... Wheels are turning here. Harrell moving quickly. The 1-0 pitch. Swung on and fouled straight back by Weaver. 1-1 and the count. Evan Ridenbaugh is on deck. The heart of the Bears' order is coming up. Nobody down here in the 11th. Bases are loaded. Pitch swung on and fouled back and out of play again by Weaver. And the count is 1-2. and He may have gone for a ball on that pitch. One and two. Cunning set is Harrell. And the two-strike pitch. curve ball upstairs, two and two. Two balls, two strikes, the count. Harrell's working out of the stretch. Trying to hold Spidel close at third. And that pitch is upstairs. Ball three. Three and two. Full count, nobody down here in the 11th. Bases are loaded, and now Weaver takes time. Making Harold back out a little bit. Spidell is at third. Wanzik at second. Strasbaugh at first. Full count to Ryan Weaver, the batter. And the payoff pitch to the plate, swung on it, fouled back and out of play, and we will do it all again. Got people over the center field bleachers now <laughs> out on the track watching this one. Three and two the count. And the pitch to Weaver. Outside ball four. Oh. Harrell not happy with the call. Spidell comes home to score, and the Bears lead it six to five. Center
2: fielder number eight, that
0: was a close pitch. Straspaw takes second. Spidell comes home to score, and it is six to five. Jarrett Wanzek goes to third. Bases are still loaded. And Evan Reidenbaugh is up. Reidenbaugh grounded to short his last time up. Evan, one hit on the afternoon and two runs scored. Harold comes set. That pitch, check swing on an up and in fastball. Want to know the count. We're in the 11th and the Bears have taken the lead at 6-5. The 1-0 swung on and missed on another high and tight fastball. That time, ball went for it, and the count is one one. Shane Weavers on deck. Harold to the set. The 1-1 swung on fly ball, right center field. Bennett's coming in. It's not going to be caught. Coming home to score is Wanzek. Holding up at third is Strasbaugh, and it is seven to five Waynedale. Ray Sales is coming in to pitch for the Chippewa Chips here in the top half of the 11th inning. The Bears have broken through and they have scored two runs here in the inning and lead it by a score of 7 to 5. And Shane Weaver will be the man coming up for the Bears here in this inning. This one has been one of the best games that we have seen in a long, long time.
2: Right it may
0: not be as well played as you would like a, in a second base game to be of this magnitude, but both hundred. of these teams have been battling tooth and nail all afternoon. Wayndale got out on top of a 3 to nothing, and Chippewa came right back with a two-run homer by Trent Harrell to cut it to 3-2. to two. Chippewa eventually ended up with a 4-3 to three lead, which the Bears came back and tied it up. Waynedale had a five to four lead going into the bottom of the seventh Chippewa tied it up at five-5 and that's where we've been ever since going into the 11th inning so it's seven to five Waynedale on top of it here in the 11th inning And Shane Weaver will be facing off against Ray Sales. The Bears have done this with the benefit of just one base hit. Bases are still loaded. Infield in for Chippewa. And the pitch to Weaver is a called strike over the outside corner. This is the first time that Sales has pitched against the Bears this year. We have not seen him pitch this season. Coming set is Sales. And the pitch, curveball, outside. One and one the count. Aaron Spidell is on deck. Bears can really bust this thing open. Still nobody out. And the pitch to the plate. Curveball upstairs. Weaver actually swung at the pitch, but not with the bat. He swung at it with his left hand. Took it off the bat and swung. Two and one the count. And the pitch swung on. Fouled straight back. And the count even to two and two. Strasbaugh is at third. Weaver at second. Reidenbaugh at first. So nice speed on the base paths for the Bears. Outfield straight away. Infield in. The 2-2 pitch to Weaver. curveball down in the dirt. Nice stop by Brown. That kid is one outstanding catcher. Three and two the count. If it gets by him, it's only because it would get by anybody. Three and two the count. And the pitch to Weaver gets by the catcher Brown. Ball four, everybody will advance. Strasbaugh comes home to score, and it's eight to five. Weaver walks, gets the RBI. Strasbaugh just trots home to score, and it is eight to five, Waynedale. Now Ryan Weaver goes to third. Rydenbaugh is at second. Shane Weaver is at first, and still nobody down in the inning. Spidel against Sales. And that pitch is a called strike over the outside corner. Now the question is, who do the Bears go with in the bottom of the inning? 0-1 the count. And the pitch to the plate. A called strike. That was an interesting strike because... Brown turned his glove upside down to catch it in the dirt and bounced it out in front of the plate, and it was a strike on a fastball. 0-2 the count. And that's a curveball down in the dirt. 1-2 the count to Aaron Spidell. He was hit by a pitch his last time up and was stranded at third in the tenth inning. And the 1-2 to Aaron. Curveball swung on and missed and a pitch in the dirt. Strike three. First strikeout for Ray Sales. One away. And it brings up Marcus Schlebaugh. One down. Schlebaugh walked his last time up. He's got a single and an RBI. Elsewhere, one for four in the afternoon. Bases are still loaded. Chippewa still playing in on the infield. And that pitch is a called strike at the knees. Boy, Sales has got a nice fastball. His curveball breaks a little too early on the way to the plate, but he's got a nice fastball. 0 1 the count to Schleyball. There's the curveball. And the count is 1 1. The curveball, normally you want it to break about three quarters of the way to home. His breaks very early out of his hand. 1 1 the count. And the pitch is down low. Nice stop again by Brown. 2 1 the count. Purdy is on deck. This has all happened because of walks. That pitch swung on. Fly ball center field. Coming in as Bennett. And he'll grab it in short left center. Tagging at third and coming home is Weaver. And the throw is not in time. Weaver scores. Going down to third is Reidenbaugh. In with the slide. He's safe. And going down to second base is Weaver. So a sacrifice fly from Schlebaugh. Drives home Ryan Weaver from third, and it is now 9-5. to five. And then Reidenbaugh took third on the throw to home, and then Weaver took, third, took second on the throw He's down to third base. Two so two outs in the inning, and it brings up Colton Purdy. Now Chippewa's infield can play back with two down, but it's 9-5, Waynedale. Into the wind is sales, And the pitch to Purdy swung on, popped up over near the third base side. Brown gives chase, but it drops behind the fence and out of play. 0-1 the count. The Bears have battered around. Steven Spidell, the on-deck hitter, started this off with a walk. Still nobody warming up down the right side in the bullpen. So my guess is it would be Evan Ridenbaugh that will come in and pitch. That pitch is upstairs for a ball, one and one. And Then you would wonder who would throw tomorrow if it would still be Ridenbaugh. That's why I wondered if they wouldn't go with Snyder in the bottom of the inning. That pitch swung on and fouled back against the backstop. One and two the count. Well the plan will all reveal itself here in the bottom of the eleventh. Nine five Waynedale. End of the wind is sales and the one two pitch to Purdy. Curve ball just off the outside corner. Two and two the count. Into the wind is sales and the two two is down low. Three and two now. And now Brown, I think he just wants a break. He's going to walk out to the mound and have a talk with his pitcher, Sales. And Colton Purdy will go down and talk with Justin McDowell near the third base coach's box. Three and two the count. Brown, now we'll come back towards home. Things were easy for him behind the plate with Zorodnik on the mound, but then Harrell and Sales have been beating him up on pitches in the dirt. Three and two, two outs here in the 11th. The wind by Sales. And the pitch. Swung on and grounded to third. Suso comes in, picks it up on the big hop, throws it over to first base in time to Harrell, and that will do it for the Bears here in the inning. But in the inning for Waynedale, they come up with four big runs on just one base hit in the inning. One error by Chippewa, and they leave the bases loaded. And as we go to the bottom of the 11th, it is Waynedale 9 Chippewa 5. The Major League Baseball season has begun, and that can mean only one thing. What's that? Why, the return of the Ohio Baseball Weekly Show on UltimateSportsTalk.com, of course. I'm Dave Mitchell. Join Mark Donahue and I as we return for our sixth season to discuss the goings-on with the Cleveland Indians and Cincinnati Reds. Every Monday night at 9 p.m., Mark and I will discuss both teams and the stories surrounding the game. Join us this coming Monday night at 9 for the Ohio Baseball Weekly Show, only on Yoder Builders in Orville is your full-service construction firm, specializing in new residential construction, remodeling, finished basements, and masonry work. Looking for a new sunroom or deck? Yoder Builders in Orville offers uncompromising customer satisfaction on every job. From the ground up to a new house and everything else, Yoder Builders in Orville, a member of the HBA and proud supporter of Waynedale Athletics. Yoder Builders 330 684 1050. Well, it will be Evan Ridenbach coming in to pitch the. Eleventh inning of play. The Bears have a four run lead at nine to five. Ridenbaugh on the year with a one point five eight ERA three and two record. He has no saves on the year, and this is not a save situation for him anyway. This will be his seventh appearance in thirty-five and a third innings for Ridenbaugh. He has given up thirty-two hits, eight earned runs, twenty-one total runs. He has struck out twenty-eight and walked. 23. That has been Evan's problem this year, has been his control. In the one hitter that he threw against Ripman a couple of weeks ago, he had excellent control and was on target with almost all of his pitches. He will
2: face. Left fielder, number three, Vince Suso.
0: Coming up, Vince Suso, then Drew Ellis, and then the top of the order, Jerry Bennett. Suso. On the day, has one hit. He is one for five on the afternoon. So, Rydenbaugh in to try to shut down the chips here in the bottom of the 11th inning. The Bears lead it 9-5. to five. And Rydenbaugh's first pitch is outside and low for a ball. The Bears... Took advantage of walks in the top half of the inning. That pitch is down low, 2-0. and They don't want to return the favor to Chippewa here in the bottom half of the inning. Evan into the wind. And the 2-0 pitch to the plate called strike at the knees. 2-1. and Drew Ellis is on deck here in the 11th. Then the top of the order, Jerry Bennett. And the 2-0, 2-1 pitch is swung on and foul-tipped into the glove of Aaron Spidel, 2-2. Two and two. two balls, two strikes. Into the wind is Ridenbaugh. And the pitch is in tight, turning away from it at Suso. And the count is now 3-2. and two. We are in the 11th inning. 3-2 and two the count. And the pitch from boss, swung on and missed, straight three. Suso goes down, one away, here in the bottom of the 11th. And it brings up Drew Ellis. Ellis has one hit on the afternoon, he is one for four. Right-handed hitter, one down. And that's a fastball tailed over the outside corner for a called strike. This is the Evan Rydenbaugh that we've been been expecting all year long from that Rittman game on. He has been in control. The 0-1. That pitch is swung on and foul-tipped into the glove of Aaron Spidell. 0-2. If this holds up, the Bears play tomorrow afternoon at 5 against the winner of Rittman and Manchester. The 0-2 pitch to Ellis. Down low and outside. Bounced away from Aaron Spidell. Jerry Bennett will give chase near the backstop. One and two the count now. The wind by Rydenbaugh. The one two curveball. Hung upstairs and didn't break. Went right over the top of the head of Drew Ellis. Two and two the count. Two balls, two strikes, the count. Wind blowing out to left center now. And that pitch swung on and lined into left field for a base hit. So Vince Drew Ellis gets a base hit to left center field. One away. Runner at first is Ellis, and it brings up Jerry Bennett. and He's had a good day at the plate. He is singled, doubled, two for five on the afternoon with two runs scored. Bennett, the center fielder. Here in the 11th of a 9-5 Waynedale lead right now. Ellis getting a lead off at first base. He's holding and that pitch is upstairs for a ball. One and zero the count. You doubt that Ellis would be going anywhere. Down four. Bears looking for the double play. Comes set his Reidenbaugh and the pitch a fastball at the knees called strike. One and one the count. Luke Brown is on deck. One ball, one strike to Jerry Bennett. That pitch is swung on, grounded to short. Picked up by Strasbaugh, to second for one, and there will be no throw to first base. Schlebaugh is playing second. He has not played there all year. He stayed in the game at second as they kept Steven Spidell in at third. So the force out at second got Ellis. Bennett reaches on the fielder's choice, and it brings up Luke Brown with two down. Brown, today, his last time up, popped out to the pitcher. Two down here in the 11th. That pitch swung on and grounded wide of third and fouled on the left field side. Weaver is playing back at first base, not holding the runner Bennett. Bears two strikes away from advancing to the district finals and winning their 16th in a row. Reidenbach comes set. That pitch is way outside. Sometimes I think Reidenbaugh's problem is he's in too much of a hurry. And on that pitch, boy, he just seemed to be rushing everything to home plate. One and one to count. Reidenbach comes set pitch swung on. Fly ball left field. Weaver is going to let it drop in front of him for a base hit. So Brown reaches on the base hit to left field. Still two away but Chippewa is not going silently into the night.
2: Right fielder number 32 Zach And it brings up
0: Zach Bailey. Bailey one for five on the afternoon. Last time up he Grounded to Shane Weaver at first base. Runners at first and second for the Chips. Wind is blowing out to right field, so a dinger here would make things really interesting. And Trent Harrell is on deck. And the pitch to Bailey is in tight under the arms. He had to lift his arms out of the way, 1-0 the count. Riding him up, here's in. Comes set. Checks the runners at first and second. The 1-0 is outside ball two. Rittman and Manchester play after this one. It's already late in starting. It probably won't get underway even if this thing gets over quickly before 545. That pitch is high and outside. 3-0. ball, a pitch away from bringing up the tying run to the plate. 3-0 the count to Bailey. To the belt is Ridenbaugh, and the pitch is a called strike. Bailey thought it might have been ball four. He was ready to toss the bat aside, but it was a called strike. I don't think the home plate umpire liked that too much either. 3-1 and one the count, and the pitch to Bailey is upstairs, ball four. Now the tying run is at the plate and Trent Harrell,
2: and he is having
0: a chat with Ben Himes. Bases are loaded. Bennett is at third, Brown at second, Bailey at first, and Harrell, who is already homered today, probably has one thing in his mind right now, another one. Wind blowing straight out the center field. Riding ball will work out of the line. And the pitch to the plate, outside, ball one. And Evan showing his disgust at not being able to get the ball over the plate. 1-0 no, the count. And the pitch to Harrell. curveball ball upstairs, ball two. And Evan is all over the place right now. He can't get the ball over on the inside. Can't get the ball over on the outside. And now a great hitting count for Harold, ahead two and zero. And the pitch swung on, grounded to short. Strasbaugh to his right. He'll throw it to first base in time. Game over. Reidenbaugh fights through the control problems here in the eleventh inning. of play. Harold bounces out to short. And your final score here this afternoon, it is Waynedale 9 and Chippewa 5. Tired of the same old national pizza chains? Try Lem's Pizza on the square in Fredericksburg. Sponsor of tonight's Star of the Game. Locally owned and operated since 1996, Lem's Pizza offers the best in pizza, subs, wings, and now 24 flavors of ice cream. From the beginning, Lem's Pizza has strived to provide a high-quality product combined with great, friendly, hometown customer service. Delivering value every time with a hometown personal touch. Lem's Pizza is a proud supporter of Dale Athletics. Like us on Facebook. Order now by calling 695-7111. The Major League Baseball season has begun, and that can mean only one thing. What's that? Why, the return of the Ohio Baseball Weekly Show on UltimateSportsTalk.com, of course, I'm Dave Mitchell. Join Mark Donahue and I as we return for our sixth season to discuss the goings-on with the Cleveland Indians and Cincinnati Reds. Every Monday night at 9pm Mark and I will discuss both teams and the stories surrounding the game. Join us this coming Monday night at 9 for the Ohio Baseball Weekly Show only on UltimateSportsTalk.com What a game it was here this afternoon. The Bears win it here today by a final score of 9-5. to The winning pitcher Marcus Schlebaugh, he is now 8-0 and on the year. And the Bears will move into the championship game tomorrow afternoon at 5 o'clock, right back here at Norwayne High School at the baseball field, and we'll bring you that broadcast tomorrow afternoon at 5. We'll be on the air at 4.45 with the pregame show. Your final line score here this afternoon, if I could fight through this menagerie of paperwork that we've got going here today, for the Bears, nine runs on eight hits, one error. They left nine on base. And for Chippewa, five runs on twelve hits, four errors. They left ten on base. Trent Harrell takes the wa- the loss here this afternoon. While Marcus Schleibaugh now goes to eight and oh on the year. Waynedale has won sixteen in a row. They are now twenty-four and four on the season. And for all intents and purposes, you could really say that Waynedale is now the alone champion of the Wayne County Athletic League. We will give away our Lem's Pizza star of the game. We'll do that right after this final timeout. At Lem's Pizza in Fredericksburg, you get a pizza you won't get anywhere else. There's a reason we've been in business since 1996. We use the finest ingredients combined with friendly hometown service. We not only offer pizza, but great subs, wings, and 24 flavors of ice cream. Eat in or carry out. Lem's Pizza, open for lunch every day at 10.30 and Sundays at 2. And we're open until 9 on Sunday through Thursday, until 10, Friday and Saturday. It's not just pizza, it's Lem's Pizza on the Square of Fredericksburg. Like us on Facebook, 695-7111. Well... It's hard to try to decide here this afternoon who to give the Lem's Pizza star of the game to, but we're going to give it to Marcus Schlebaugh this afternoon because he battled and battled and battled, and finally the Bears came through with the victory, and he picks up his eighth win of the year as the Bears win it here this afternoon. Nine to five in 11 innings. This game lasted almost three hours and ten minutes this afternoon. It started at 2 o'clock, and right now it's about 5.17, and this game is finally over here this afternoon. So the Bears move into the championship game against the winner of the Ritman manchester game, which is coming up here in about 20 minutes from now, and we'll bring that to you tomorrow afternoon. So Marcus Schlebaugh, the winner of our Lem's Pizza, star of the game, he wins a certificate for a large two-item pizza free from Lem's Pizza on the square in Fredericksburg. A lot of people to thank here this afternoon. Our thanks to Doug Hansey, Brian West here at Norway this afternoon. Our thanks to Ben Hines at Chippewa. Our thanks to Mike Boley over at Chippewa for posting that we were doing the game here this afternoon on Facebook and Twitter. Our thanks to Chris Lapish, the Athletic Director, Justin McDowell, Mandy Wanzik for putting it on Facebook that we're doing the game this afternoon. Greg Mitchell for producing this afternoon's show. All of our sponsors, but most of all, our thanks to you for listening here this afternoon. Don't forget, coming up, our next two broadcasts tomorrow afternoon at 5 o'clock will be on the air at 445, Waynedale against the winner of Rittman-Manchester. And on Wednesday afternoon, right back here at Norway, the Wayndale Golden Bear girls taking on Manchester in the district semifinals in girls softball. I'm Dave Mitchell reminding you once again your final score here today. It was Waynedale 9, Chippewa 5 in 11 innings Until tomorrow Have a good night everybody You've been listening to an ultimate sports talk Presentation of Waynedale Golden Bears Baseball Today's game has been brought to you by The Shelf Brothers Farms Dutch Quality Stone in Mount Eden The Fire and Ice Pub Just west of Fredericksburg on Connie Road 192 Yoder Builders The Apple Creek Drive Thru On Main Street in Apple Creek Miller Custom Exteriors Call 695-4905 Lem's Pizza, on the square in Fredericksburg, call 695-7111. Murphy's Promotions, call 464-1970. The Spidel Funeral Home, with two locations in Mount Eaton and in Brewster. The Harvest Market in Apple Creek. Casa de Sasi, now located in Apple Creek. And by Deb's Den on Main Street in Apple Creek. Wayndale Golden Bears Baseball is a presentation of UltimateSportsTalk.com. SportsTalk.com.